0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk Podcast. It is Royal Rumble weekend, and it begins Friday, and it continues on tomorrow. I am the main event player, the super seeking himself, from tourist coming back at you, the God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch, walking God's green earth. And it's going to be a very interesting show today, uh, simply because of the fact that we have Royal Rumble Weekend happening tomorrow night. And the main event has uh, several ideas and several plans that he's put together. And uh, what what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and start off with this uh, Royal Rumble Weekend 1, because we're going to start it here on Friday. And I think I mentioned this last week, that I was going to do two episodes back-to-back. One episode which will include not just uh, a couple of things that we uh, need to know about As far as what's going on in the world of professional wrestling We're also going to do the Royal Rumble Report Give you guys an idea about exactly what's about to go down at the Royal Rumble And everything else like that Some of the latest wrestling news and everything else like that And then comes the next day And we'll go ahead and reveal this right now The next episode will be Royal Rumble Weekend 2 Now that one... Is going to feature not only the final Royal Rumble report, but you're going to get a chance to listen to the entire history of the Royal Rumble itself. Now, the main event is going to definitely mention all of the Royal Rumble winners, every winner from uh from winner from 2000. Let me see, 1988. You know, the first winner that was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The second winner being Big John Studd, third being Hulk Hogan, and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You're going to know about all those winners, and also you're going to hear highlights from several of the events that took place at the Royal Rumble, and at the conclusion of that episode, you're going to find out who my picks will be before it gets out on Facebook. Now... I'm not going to reveal those uh, picks yet, but the main event is going to reveal several hints on the first Royal Rumble report right here in the main event talk podcast that you're going to get a chance to listen to before it happens. So basically all I'm telling you is I may reveal my winners in front of you or I you may have to wait until the next episode to find out. But either way possible, it's all going to happen. The Royal Rumble is going to take place over live in San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo Dome. Uh, Hopefully you guys got your tickets. But if you haven't, I believe it's sold out. But I think there's still plenty of other seats available. It's going to be a sold out show. Main event cannot wait for that. Of course, several radio stations are going to be covering what's going to be happening in WWE's Royal Rumble. Uh, I heard that um, if you guys are fans of the... Billy Madison Show, you know that they're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble. No doubt about that. But un- unlike the Billy Madison Show, we are going to cover what's going on in professional wrestling and not some silly stuff that you hear about certain things that people don't really give a shit about. And and I, and I literally mean that in suspense. And this is not, this is nothing against the Billy Madison show, a show. I think they're great. I like it. But some of their topics are way... <laughs> way stupid and it's like who the fuck would want to know about that shit i mean i, I don't even listen to the two guys in the morning anymore on c101 you know, do you remember a long time ago when there used to be something called two guys in the morning a long time ago now it's called rex in the morning you know radio has definitely changed you know what you know what radio needs right now let me tell you what it needs it needs me okay it needs the main event Okay, let me tell you something. All you guys, all you DJs that come out here that play the same fucking song. Listen, when you listen to my main event talk podcast, let me tell you this right now. I do put music on. Here's the thing. I don't play the same fucking, you know, same top 40 hits that you hear all the time. I change things up. I change things up in many ways possible. If you because this is the thing I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. I'm someone that likes to put something different out on a podcast. I don't want to go ahead and be like every other podcast that you listen to. Like, like for example, let me give you a big example of that. Uh, the Tony Gomez Show. Big shout out to Tony Gomez, by the way. I love his interviews. I love the stuff that he gets. So he gets right down to the nitty gritty. He talks to some of the local people here in Corpus Christi, Texas. And he puts out the music. I mean, it's not full. But, you know, when you listen to it, you understand, you know, what's up. Big shout out to Tony Gomez and everything else like that. Listen to his podcast, The Tony Gomez Show. Every chance you get on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever it is you find your favorite podcast. (coughs) Point is, we try to be different from everything that goes out. Now, look, radio... I'm not going to say radio is dead because it's still out there. People still listen to it from time to time, even if people don't listen to the podcast. But sometimes, you know what's so weird? Everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a fucking podcast, even me. And the only thing is, I started doing these podcast things long before all these... Well, actually, let me correct that. There were certain people that have done these podcasts way before people decided to make podcasts something special. You know what I'm saying? It's it's nuts how, you know, we've revolved all this time. I mean, it's guys like myself and the Tony Gomez show that put out all of these interesting hits and all these people, they try to either follow up in their footsteps or they they try to you know, go in the podcasting world because that's where... I don't know if that's where the money is, obviously. But, you know, when I do these podcasts, I don't do it just for the money. I do it because I like to entertain, inform, and keep people alive about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Okay? And, like, and not, and not, I'm not like Dave Meltzer. I'm not like the Wrestling Observer. I like their shows. I really, really do. But sometimes they can be inaccurate... Sometimes they can be stupid. And then sometimes they can be dead on about what they're talking about. Sometimes I like to be on track. And if I, and I'll say this, I'll say this because it's true. If I admit that I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. Okay, that's how it goes. That's the way it goes with these podcasts with me. So with that being said, guys, let's get prepared for what's about to happen in the next, about what, three Yeah, about maybe three hours and everything else like that because we got a lot to cover. Obviously, we got to talk about the Royal Rumble. We're going to do the first first Royal Rumble report. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff here. And also, in this episode and in the next episode, since this is Royal Rumble weekend, we are going to play every theme song. Yes, every theme song from the Royal Rumble from the previous few years that you guys have heard about. Now... Uh, Believe it or not, I mean, there's several. Um, I think the theme song thing started happening, what, it was 2000, 2001? 2002, I think, to be exact. Uh, Well, they've been doing theme songs for a while, but now it it gets creative and everything. When you hear the theme songs now, especially now in wrestling, it's just not the same. And listen, with all due respect, the theme song, the theme song for the Royal Rumble. Really? Hardy? Really? Now, I got nothing against the guy and everything else like that. No doubt he's a, a great country music artist. And I can understand why they put him for uh, <coughs> as a theme song for the Royal Rumble. Number one, it's in, in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Okay, number two, they got to go with something country. You know, they go with a song called Sold Out. So that kind of makes sense. But I have said this many, many times before. If I'm going to watch a pay-per-view event, whether it's AEW or WWE, they need to come up with a theme song that's going to work. That's going to make me say, this is what I want to see. This is what I have to check out. Yes, I'm sold. I'll buy that fucking pay-per-view. And if I hear country, if I hear anything hip-hop and everything, my thought would be like, okay, are we going to a club or something like that or watching WWE? What, what, seriously, what, why, why are we listening to this shit for, and honestly, like, like, Survivor Series, for instance, that, they got, they got that shit done right, especially when it comes to war games, you put Ozzy, you put Black Sabbath, you put that fucking song, War Pigs, that works, okay, I'm sold, I'll buy that pay-per-view, I'll check it out, see how it goes, see Ozzy Osborne in front, fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying, that's what I want, I don't want to hear this 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 crap dude really you know that's why when i when i do my reels i do these crazy reels right that i do on on my facebook and my instagram and i put together like for instance my like my my royal rumble i show what matches are going to take place and everything yada 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 i do the theme song but i don't do the theme song that they're putting together no, because whatever they're putting together just sucks, and it doesn't make me want to watch a Royal Rumble. Just makes me want to shoot them in the fucking head and say, "Hey, come up with a better theme song, please." I have a better theme song, and you will hear that theme song not in this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, but on the on the next episode coming up when we talk about the history of the Royal Rumble, and we also talk about the final uh, the final report of the Royal Rumble to give you guys an idea about exactly. What's going to take place at the Royal Rumble, so let's we'll get right into it and everything else like that so uh there is one thing we're gonna talk about here um we're not gonna talk about it just yet, but <coughs> right after this song we have a we have a surprise for all of you and uh, this is something that I did just the other day and I wanted to do this because it took place it happened, and I want to go ahead and explain what what's going to happen uh right after we play the song. Um, so this past Wednesday night on Dynamite, they went ahead and, um, well, we've been wondering for quite a while as to whether or not Mark Briscoe was going to actually appear. And, uh, there was a pick out, a, a tweet out from Tony Khan, uh, mentioning that Mark Briscoe would go one-on-one against Jay Lethal in memory of Jay Briscoe, and the main event had an opportunity to see that, check it out, looked at it, and uh, it was incredible. And uh, kudos to AEW for doing that. Kudos to Tony Khan for doing that. And whoever the idiotic executive is that decided not to do that shit and decided to go ahead and accept this, hey, good job. Very, very good job. Now, right here in the Main Event Talk podcast, we have a Main Event Talk exclusive. I decided to do it, and I was going to go ahead and do it, and I did. So right after this song, you're going to see, you're going to hear the main event talk exclusive. You're going to get into the entire, we're going to get into the entire match between Jay Jay Briscoe and um, I'm sorry, not Jay, Mark Briscoe, and Jay Lethal. Uh, They both competed in the for uh, in the memory of Jay Briscoe, and I got to tell you guys, um, like I said before, it was. It was emotional for me it was emotional for a lot of people. It was good that this happened, and this is something that everyone is uh, still talking about today and uh the main event has an exclusive to put out now um and just to give you an idea I'm playing the full uh I'm playing the full match, but there was a commercial that I had to stop on because i didn't want to i didn't want to go through a commercial you know while while everything was going on. there was no way for me to turn the volume down and everything else like that so this is how it goes. So we're, we're going to show... <coughs> we're going to play that Made of It Talk exclusive for you um, in just a moment. But first, we're going to go ahead and play a theme song from the Royal Rumble. You probably remember this song, if you remember quite well. I think I did this last year. I'm going to do go ahead and do it this year right now. Right here. If you remember this theme song, uh, this goes back to... Uh, I believe it was the Royal Rumble of 2004, if I remember that correctly. Uh, I think there, w- there was a match between The Undertaker and Heidenreich. I remember that match. And there was also a match for the World Heavyweight title for the WWE. I think it was. it a- Was it the World Heavyweight title or the WWE title? Who had? Oh, okay. Yeah. It was the World Heavyweight title. So Triple H took on Randy Orton. JBL defended his championship a I believe it was Kurt Angle If I'm not mistaken I think it was Kurt Angle I may be wrong I don't know Was it 2004, 2004? No, no, no I'm sorry It was 2005 2005 uh, I w- for that was the forgotten Royal Rumble, which we will talk about that on the next episode of the May Event Talk Podcast. So 2004, one was that one? 2005 had Undertaker versus Heidenreich and everything else like that. WWE Championship was on the line. JBL against Kurt Angle. Uh, I believe it was uh, Triple H against Randy Orton. And I believe there was a controversial Royal Rumble finish that ended with Batista winning the entire thing. So... You guys probably remember that. So this is the theme song that I'm talking about from Alter Bridge, off of the album "Open Your Eyes." This is uh, this is a song called, I believe it's called uh, "Find the Real." You may have heard of this theme song, and if you haven't, listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or I'm sorry, wait, uh, Apple Apple Music. I'm sorry, Spotify. You can listen to it on YouTube as well. And um, you can believe it or not, you can actually order the CD too. believe it or not. (laughs) You can actually get it. Uh, And it's also the same band that not only does Edge's theme song, uh, you know, the old theme song, but they also do the Judgment Day theme song as well. So so this one is truly a classic right here. Here's Find the Real from the 2005 Royal Rumble theme song. Listen to it. I'll be right back. If you guys have any questions in regard to this show, all you gotta do is go over to my email address at the main event nineteen seventy seven at gmail.com. That's the main event nineteen seventy seven at gmail.com. Listen for your question right here on the main event talk podcast, and it could be any question that you want, whether it's anything about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, to anything new in music or anything about possibly politics, even though I really don't get into politics that much anyway, or anything about current events or anything about the Transformers or any kind of new metal music that you like to talk about or anything in particular, even if it's a bit personal. The Main Event would love to go ahead and put that email out for everyone to listen to. So once again, my email address is event 1977 at gmail.com. That's the main event, 1977 at gmail.com. And listen for that question right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. What's going on, guys? This is a Main Event Talk exclusive. We are watching AEW Dynamite as it's taking place right now. A very special match. Dedicated in the memory of Jay Briscoe, and this couldn't happen at a better moment than right here on the Main Event Talk podcast and right here, AEW Main Event on Dynamite. It consists of Jay Lethal going one on one against Jay Briscoe's brother, Mark Briscoe. This is in the memory of Jay Briscoe. Every fan, everybody, all across the world are watching this match this is all for Jay Briscoe let's get into this match in its entirety here we go
1: 223
2: pounds He's yeah. according to my right
1: is wrestling out of Sandy Fort Galloway yeah. 229 pounds he is a co-holder of the Rug of Honor World Tag Team Championship
3: Happy birthday Mark Briscoe 13 times. 13 times World Tag Team Champions, man. It's, it's an honor for gonna be on Dom Light tonight. And Mark, how much strength he's had, the faith that he has to be able to step in' and win so much happened, but today is Jay's birthday. And we're gonna celebrate. It's a celebration of a, of a husband, a father. JJ Gracie Gannon, and husband to Ashley. A hero to his younger brother Mark. A side headlock here, at Excalibur.
0: You're gonna have to bear with the main event right you know, now. I'm just watching this match as it's happening. I'm a bit teary-eyed right now because I'm watching this match.
4: It's it's very it's heavy this match, but it's such a pleasure to see Mark Briscoe here tonight competing in an AEW ring and it is, I mean, this is a, a true, true honor, no pun intended. Right now at ShopAEW.com, special Jay Briscoe T-shirt. 100% of the proceeds go to Jay's family, ShotHonor.com, get your hands on this T-shirt. Yeah. 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 You see my Prisco, he's
3: and a slam here, Mark and Jay, those strangers to one another, featured over the World Television Championship, the World Tag Team Championships in the world of honor gonna be the technical savvy of Lethal and the strike surprise of Mark Briscoe. The, the guy can hit you from any angle, hit you from anywhere. He's just gonna go in there playing chess. Briscoe's gonna be playing chess, but Briscoe can knock you out, and set you up at
4: any time. We, of course, have to speak about the third man in the ring, Paul Turner, who knew Jay Briscoe and, you know, a mainstay of the ring of honor, the senior official. For, uh, for AEW, but uh, I mean part of the Ring of Honor referee for for so long and such great friends with
0: Jay. Absolutely. So let me go ahead and chime in here real quick. These guys, Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, going one-on-one. You know, these, these two have competed against each other before back in the days of Ring of Honor. So. Oh. These guys are trading chops right now
4: Mark oh
5: reach for
0: the sky boy
3: They'll try to wear him down, and that's exactly what he does once he gets thrown. That redneck, kung fu is what you're looking for. That strikes from any direction. Nobody does it like Mark. Learned it down in Sandy Fork, Delaware, Laurel, Delaware. Yeah. Looking for the hip toss here. <laughs> Classic Jay Lethal
4: combination. Rock kick lands by Jay Lethal. So effective. That's what I
3: mean. This is something that we should have seen
0: on AEW Cush Dynamite Cush last Cush Cush week. Cush Cush there was a lot of controversy surrounding it. Nothing could happen Cush 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 in every way possible, but I guess with I'm the, the Cush help Cush of the wrestling fans and with the help of Tony Khan in every way possible, we got this matchup happening right here. Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, all in the memory of Mark's brother, Jay Briscoe this is a main, main event, event talk exclusive guys i'm just right now we're going to the commercial break right now i'm gonna <laughs> Are you ready for let me let me kind of uh, as much as i want to go into the picture in picture thing here i want to get back to it in a moment So um, I kept thinking about this throughout the entire day. Um, I wanted to do a main event talk exclusive for the first uh, half of the weekend of the Royal Rumble. So when they announced that Jay Briscoe, or I'm sorry, Jay uh, Mark Briscoe, was going to go one on one against uh, Jay Lethal uh, on uh, AEW Dynamite, uh, it was a shock. I was very surprised, but I was also glad that it took place when it did because. This was something that needed to happen. And listen, regardless of who this this executive is that prevented the Briscoes, and much less prevented Jay Jay Briscoe from coming to AEW, <coughs> much less appear on AEW on TBS. <coughs> I'm sorry, and TNT. Um, it was good for the wrestling fans to see this. This match needed to happen uh Tony Khan uh obviously he, he had a lot to do with it in every way possible the fans wanted it the fans deserve it and they're getting it here tonight so uh you know just talking about it in every way possible so i'm a, i'm a bit a little bit emotional about this and uh you know and and you would be emotional about this too if you if you knew that uh finally after after almost a week of wondering that uh there would be some way of honoring Jay Briscoe and this was the way to go and it was uh, tremendous and I'm loving how this goes. Let me see if we can go back uh, to it real quick. So I'm apologizing for getting into whatever commercial may show up. So let me get to it real quick. Not, 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 yet, not yet. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I would find I would find a way to turn the volume down on this one, but I don't have, the, I don't have my other remote on me. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. But anyways, uh, yeah, I had thought about doing this uh, for um, for a while. Uh, once it was announced, I decided that, you know what the hell with that, we're going to go ahead and do a main event talk exclusive. We're going to go ahead and, and present the match how it is. Uh, e- even if the fans get a chance to watch it or listen to it in any way possible, this is the way to go. So I thought this would be perfect, and I would love to do this. You know, So, you know. Watching this match, uh, I'm not, I'm not watching right now, but let me see if we can get back to it real quick. I just don't want to put the commercials 100. in here. Let's see if we can get back to it. Let's see, here we go. We're back on
4: a special main event on AEW Dynamite Jay <coughs> and Mark Briscoe honoring the memory of Jay Briscoe. Both men, tremendous friends, and in Mark's case, a brother of Jay Briscoe. As you see here, Mark, during the break, stayed in the
3: match. Jay Lee got an opportunity to maybe put his foot on the gas and said, it's Mark Briscoe, look at that comes through. Ricky Seed out at the top. Absolutely, those strikes that he uses in the crowd. That is an honor to see him on Dynamite. The crowd is now realizing how much they've been missing. for such a long time. 14 times over, Honor World Tag Team champion. Yeah, yeah. I am a GPT Team Champion. Mark Briscoe is a Hall of Famer and Ring of Honor.
0: Ring of Honor Hall of Famer.
3: And we said, it is a blessing to see him here tonight, competing in the honor of his brother against one of their greatest
4: rivals and friends, Jay Lee. Mm. uppercut lands by Mark Briscoe. <laughs>
0: Classic Briscoe style.
3: Ooh.
0: The Briscoes have competed in uh, Ring of Honor for a very, very long time. They've also competed in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, also competed in Impact Wrestling as well, GCW. Uh, I believe they also competed in uh, HOG, uh, Honor of Glory Wrestling. Masterpiece uh, deal.
6: Ooh.
3: that Lethal has had with Jay Briscoe. He knows that Jay Drill and that neck breaker. About
0: to go for a neck breaker. No. Oh, Lethal combination right on Mark Briscoe.
4: And hooks <laughs> the line cover. Two Ponteur. Perfect position. And you know Mark and Jay Briscoe for fans seeing Mark Briscoe for the first time here tonight. There were men that really defy tag team wrestling in a
0: couple of It's kind of hard to tell but I think the fans were chanting uh let's go Briscoe
3: certainly were I mean the tours of noah the tours of new japan they, they noah as, and this kind of match you know can, it's i mean japan even though japan, Jay lethal is supposed to really be a heel in
0: this match with th- this is not about heels in, or baby faces in awesome. this one as you see, oh. Jay this Jay is about one, one man and one man only and this is about honoring that man here tonight on aew dynamite about to go and for the, the lethal injection which he does
3: Mark Briscoe,
0: rolling to the outside, hit that Mark lethal Briscoe injection, and that's usually the move that puts out a lot of opponents.
3: Mark Briscoe was the leader, he was the play caller of the team.
4: Jay, Jay may have been the older brother, but Mark was the strategist. Always thinking. Great maneuver by Mark Briscoe to take himself out of for the pan and the shots continue to the rigid shots,
3: The main event would like to
0: apologize. As th- at this time, I'm not saying. I'm not saying much here. I'm just letting the action speak for itself.
3: this He defeated his
4: is what Jay
3: Prisco would have won. He would have won the violence. This is his favorite song, Eileen Briscoe. He's
4: playing the wrong, but Lethal. right into Briscoe territory. Drop kick through the ropes, Mark Briscoe feeding off this crowd here in
3: Lexington. Somebody call Bill Cullen, because
0: we got a blockbuster for Mark Briscoe. It's like Mark Briscoe about to put Jay Lethal right, through, right on the table there. Oh! Let's get those holy chant holy shit chants going right now. That's what I'm talking about. Not over yet, not over yet.
3: Because did not hook a leg.
0: Mark had that leg As I'm looking at the clock right now, it is uh, about eight fifty eight right now. I'm not sure how long uh, how much television time they have. I I hope they take it as far as they can. Oh, hard clothesline
3: And one thing about Mark Briscoe He knows when you take it home He knows when to put your way He's gonna keep trying this until he
0: gets it Another hard clothesline
7: Two
4: consecutive shots And now lethal in trouble Driller. if he hits this It's over,
0: Oh
6: That's it, Rick I promise you that much Cover
0: Two. That's it Match is officially over right now, but let's just listen in. Let's just listen in.
8: Uh, Monday, we were doing a show, and we reviewed Raw, and then we did a mailbag segment, and uh, a lot of people were asking about Mark Briscoe. Is Mark Briscoe going to be able to wrestle for AEW? And uh, and you said no. Yep. And uh, you know, when I asked the question... I asked the question because so many
9: people had asked the question in the mailbag. I, 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 well, you know, I had asked the question like regularly that whole week. Well, not I, but I had asked, I had asked a couple times during the week.
8: For some reason, for some reason, because he had passed away so recently, I didn't expect that there would be an answer when I asked the question. I, I just asked, and I thought you said, you know, I guess we'll see or whatever, and then you said no. Yeah. I and I was, you know. I was gobsmacked. I mean, I, I, I couldn't even believe my ears. And I got mad. I was really mad the next morning. And then at ten AM Pacific, Tony Khan tweeted out that in fact Mark Briscoe was going to be wrestling on dynamite. And then you shortly thereafter tweeted that it's it's he's good to go now. Yeah, for permanently. Yeah. He's good to and, go And and that they were going to get to do a a a preview show. And it's almost like I a can't even show.
9: A tribute show. They, a tribute they, they, they show, would, yeah. Tribute they were allowed to do a tribute show, which they weren't allowed to do the week before, yeah?
8: So yeah. I, it was just like, what a what a whirlwind 48 hours that was. It was a oh, yeah. fantastic, fantastic uh, tribute show between the video and the match. and oh, the video was so... Everybody getting to go out there, and, and man, it was so wonderful. It and, really was. Uh, they did a great job, yeah. A total 180 from when I woke up Tuesday and just thought, this world is just... A horrible place. It's still a horrible place, but that was really awesome what happened on
9: Diet. The world the, the world is more is, is and the world's got a lot of good. It's got some bad of course. Yeah. I um I, I mean the whole thing is you have to credit that one to Tony Khan. I mean he pushed and pushed and I mean he pushed really hard on this one and, and got them to change their minds. Um, they were pretty dead set against it. And uh you know, I don't I don't know that the um, you know a lot of the social media stuff. I mean, that possibly could have helped. I mean, it was a, it was certainly a lot of people. Like we we said it like last Wednesday, but a lot of people had been saying all week, about like, how do you ban um, you know you know Jay Briscoe? This was before the Mark Briscoe thing, or not? Well, the Mark Briscoe thing happened, but people didn't know about it. But the Jay Briscoe, how do you ban Jay Briscoe when uh, Mark Briscoe? You no, know, how do you ban Jay Briscoe? um when you know the the tribute the tribute show oh yes how do you ban the tribute show when you're showing dana white and slap fighting who you know whatever i mean like dana white's mistake was december 31st uh 2022 uh jay's mistake and it was a big mistake but both of them were big mistakes um you know, was in 2013 and he certainly had apologized and atoned for it. And, you know, just read the article that I did. I mean, with the stuff from Ian Riccoboni and Effie and other people, um, you know, Carrie Silken and, you know, and, and, and others, you know, that, that were just talked about the whole incident. I mean, it's, you know, nobody hid from the, nobody hid from that part of Jay Briscoe's life. Um, but he, and neither did he. So, um, You know, it was just, you know, it was the right thing to do, and I'm glad they got to do it. Um, You know, it took a lot, a lot, a lot of work to get it done, but it got done. And so that's the situation.
8: So then we had Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal in the Jay Briscoe tribute match. And Jay Lethal came out. He's just crying. And Mark comes out with both of the Ring of Honor tag team belts because he and Jay are still champions. And uh, they did the whole ring intro with Bobby Fish and Bobby Cruz. Bobby Cruz. I'm sorry, not Bobby Fish. Bobby Cruz. And then, uh, man, the fans were so into this match. They were so into Mark Briscoe, and the match itself
9: was a great match. I mean, they worked Jay, Jay so Lethal. hard. Jade Lethal is, you know, this was one I mean, he really. They're shined. both great. Yeah, I know Jade Lethal really shine. I mean, look, you're you're. They did a great match considering, you know, you know, they're both like, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you to have this great match. You don't want to screw up, you know, this match of all matches. And, you know, Jay's out there, you know, basically half crying anyway. But um, I thought Jay Lethal did a great, great job in this match. And, and Mark, you know, um, Mark did a great job too, yeah. Dude,
8: Mark was so great because, you know, the story of the Briscoes is, they never had a big national television run. They were never in WWE. They were never in AEW. And man, this guy showed up here and he worked this match. And cra- he looked you know, like a guy who'd been working on national TV for like two decades. I well, mean, he's been he's his been toys and his. I mean, everything I mean, he, knows he knows what was, he's doing, he and was he's, was like he's so great.
9: I mean, look—they were—they were on, you know—they were tag team champions in, in New Japan, and and in Ring of Honor was television. I mean, they've
8: got—well, sure, they done television forever, but I mean, they've
9: got the experience. The thing that I thought was so cool is it really showed. Like, there were certain things that he did in the match, like the first time he was going for the J Driller, and the whole crowd popped. And it's like, for guys who were never on television, they sure knew Jay Jay Briscoe's finishing move. I mean, I mean, it wasn't just like, you know, a small number. It's one of those things where, you know, sometimes um, the the people who go to AEW shows. I mean, I think it's more pro- more prevalent at the pay per views, but still, even at, at the shows, it's like, you know, you kind of think, oh, the the um, the masses don't know these guys, but like when like the first bar of Minoru suzuki's theme song when we were in um let's see we were in we were in, we were in uh, chicago the when they played you yeah yeah um it's like it's like you know the different things where you go well there's going to be like you know 30 percent of the fans are going to know but the most of the fans aren't going to know because it's there's eleven thousand people here and there's not that many fans of ring of honor you know or fans of new japan pro wrestling yet it usually doesn't work that way um, it, it the, 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 um, a lot of the people who go to the matches a lot more than sometimes I think people give credit for, um, have an awareness, you know, they may not have watched ring of honor television and they may not have gone to a lot of ring of honor house shows because ring of honor never drew that kind of crowd. Like the, you know, I mean, they never, they, well, ring of honor probably had two crowds bigger than, than the, uh, uh, yeah, two, probably two crowds in the history were bigger than this one um that what aew true tonight but um but like mark would do things where where it's like you have to know jay briscoe to know what he's doing and everyone knew or or at least enough knew that it felt like the whole building knew you know i mean it was it was a and and you know, of course, under the circumstances, the crowd's gonna be so into mark anyway. I mean, there was no way they weren't gonna be under the circumstances, so that helped the match too. But um you know, the the big thing he did the uh, the uh the elbow the froggy
8: rope. elbow off the post off the through the table rope. outside. Yeah, got a yeah. huge pop for that. They went in the ring, went back and forth, and then finally he hit the big J Driller, got the pin everybody went nuts the locker room came out on the stage he went up the ramp they hugged he held up the bells there was daniels there and whitmer and
9: it was just he awesome. he he hugged, he hugged everyone everyone was there the young bucks were there yeah i mean it's basically the whole roster of both the ring of honor people that they brought in and um you know the uh the AEW people and uh, i mean it was exactly what it should have been i mean it was the I mean, the finish. Like when this match started, it was like the finish had to be Mark Briscoe winning with the J Driller. There was like no other finish you could do. I mean, and and they did it, and you know, the, you know, it was it was so well done.
8: Actually, the uh, they could have done the uh, the Froggy Elbow because of the story that Delirious told where. He it did not matter what I told him, they would do anything. Except every now and then I'd they, say to finish with the Jade Driller, and then Jade would say, can we do the Froggy Elbow instead? I'd say, sure. So, could have done that one as well as a tribute. But mm, no, this
9: was the show to do the Jade Driller finish. There's no other finish you could have done.
0: Well, um, it was, um, you uh, heard it right there uh, on the Rain Event Talk exclusive, and then you also heard it right there. Uh, from uh, the Wrestling Observer Radio, from Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, talking about that match that happened. Incredible, loved how it went down. Um, it was great to talk about it, man. And um, <laughs> it was it was very very good. I'm I'm wondering what would be next for Jay, for uh, Mark Briscoe at this point. Uh, what will it be? How will it work? And um, uh, what what do we see from here? We don't know, but we will. We will see how all that goes down and everything else like that. <coughs> okay, so um, let's, uh, let's talk about the next thing that, um, that we need to talk about. We need to get it out of the way as soon as possible. Now, we've talked about what took place over at, um, on Dynamite and everything. We know, we know that there's going to be several things that are going to happen in AEW at this point in time. We know that no doubt they're going to set up a match between Brian Danielson and MJF for the World For the AEW World Title Revolution. That may happen. We're going to see how this goes in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But we know that there's going to be several matches. That are going to happen at AEW Dynamite. One match in particular. That I'm going to be interested in checking out. It's going to consist of. Brian Danielson. Going one-on-one. Against former NXT star. And now. Part of. Pro Wrestling Noah, I believe it's uh, Timothy Thatcher. He is uh, going to be wrestling Brian Danielson next Wednesday on Dynamite. And the main event is going to be looking forward to checking out that matchup. And I think that's going to be the final match before he goes in a, one, uh, in a one-on-one Ironman match to take place at AEW Revolution. So that's, um, that's the big deal that's going to take place so far. Uh, we don't know the next matches that are going to happen at Revolution. Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks to come when we get to AEW Revolution, the main event will give you an idea about exactly what's going to go down and everything else like that. Don't forget, AEW Revolution is going to take place live Sunday, March, March 6th, March 3rd. I think that's what it was. Yeah, March 3rd, only on pay-per-view. Get a chance to order it while you can. Okay, so we go ahead and go from AEW to the WWE. And um, I would like to go ahead and talk about WWE's uh, flagship show, Monday Night Raw. Triple, uh, The Raw is... Well, it, it, it's supposed to be Raw is 30, but people are getting this whole... Ridiculous concept where okay, Raw Raw is thirty. All of a sudden, it's 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 raw. It, it's really raw Triple X. It's really raw thirty, dude. And no, it's Triple X. It's like, it's like they're really trying to, they're really trying to be stupid enough and everything else like that just to kind of get psh, an idea of what's going on. But nonetheless, um, Raw Triple X or Raw Thirty, if you will, was a pretty good show. So let's talk about it. And before we talk about it, why don't we go ahead and start the intro forward before we talk about it? Okay, now uh, that was the intro. That was sort of the intro right there for uh, WWE's Raw is Thirty that took place this past Monday night on Monday Night Raw. So um, let's let's um, talk about it for a moment. Uh, there is one thing that I want to bring up before I go ahead and talk about it, um, and and there and, and there were a lot of things that happened that were changed up in every way possible. So uh, let me kind of give you this uh, idea. Let me let me show you. Let me have you listen to this, and then you'll get an idea about exactly what I'm talking about.
4: For over three decades, one show has achieved
8: unparalleled.
7: Nah, 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 nah. that won't do. Raw is thirty, and we're about to turn it up
2: with your favorite WWE legends out here. But two championship matches. A steel
4: cage match. Becky Lynch, Bailey, two of the best to ever do it inside a
7: steel cage. And of course, acknowledge It will be a family
3: affair. We will witness the bloodline acknowledgement ceremony.
2: So this Monday to be 30. live in Philadelphia this
0: Monday, eight inch, the USA. okay so uh, that 's what I just played for you just a moment ago now if you listen to that closely that was a commercial that was run about one week or maybe a few days before they decided to go ahead and change things around now let me let me explain what i 'm talking about now. As you heard at the very end of that little commercial there, they were supposed to have introduced the the acknowledgement ceremony. Now, the ceremony featured members of, not just members of the bloodline, but members of the past bloodline from Afa to Sika to Rikishi and, you know, everything else involved in the whole nine yards. That was the original plan. But however... I guess something must have changed because now just to kind of clue you in on what's happening. So if they if the acknowledgement ceremony would have taken place, the Rock would have made an appearance on Monday Night Raw. He would have um, had a chance to go face to face with the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, if that were to happen on Monday Night Raw. However, plans have changed and as far as we know it right now, Rock didn't show. So they went ahead. So instead of doing the whole acknowledgement ceremony, they decided to go ahead and do the trial of Sami Zayn, which was one of the most brilliant things I have ever seen, heard, or done. Now, we'll talk about that in just a moment. So let's start off with the beginning. Let's start off with how Raw showed up. So I'm getting ready to watch Monday Night Raw, I'm getting ready to sit down, you know, have myself my pizza, have myself my nuggets and everything else like that, my brother was going to come along with me to watch Raw 30 as it takes place, and this is how the whole thing started.
10: When Hulkamani was running wild, a little teeny show started called Monday Night Raw. And week, week, it got bigger. And week after week, it got better. Just like... Yes, sir, guys. And tonight, we celebrate 30 years of Monday Night Raw. And we're celebrating 30 years forever together. So Let's get Hulk in, a new mic. Let's get him. There we go. All I have to say is what you going to do when Hulkamania, 30 years of Monday Night Raw, and those Philadelphia Eagles run wild.
0: So we began Raw 30 with an appearance by Hulk Hogan. And my thought was, okay, cool, we got Hulk Hogan showing up on uh, Monday Night Raw. I thought it was good. I thought it was extremely good. I thought he would be in a different segment and everything else like that, but I think this worked out. So I guess now the the proverbial cat is out of the uh, bag now because... See, I I, uh, I had one of these reels that show up on, on Facebook and on Twitter, right? Or fa- Facebook and on Instagram, where I made the prediction saying that it wouldn't surprise me if Vince McMahon comes out at the beginning of the show. And I say that because I think it would have been nice if Vince McMahon would have came out, but I, I also understand, despite everything that went down, you know, the whole thing with you know the hush money scandal and everything that's happened with him you know i really thought i really thought Vince McMahon was going to actually show up at the very beginning of the show because like i said it's his show it's his show and it would be nice if he did show up but since since it didn't happen in every way possible okay this is a good way to start it off in every way possible so we had Hulk Hogan show up right then they went ahead and did the whole, the whole video thing that showed everything that took place, you know, 30 years of Monday Night Raw and everything. And we start off with Roman Reigns appearing in front of everyone. Now, I, as I stated originally, this was supposed to have been the, the whole acknowledgement ceremony. But that's been tossed out the window since The Rock's not going to make an appearance. So now they decided they're going to go ahead and do the trial of Sami Zayn. Now, this was an interesting, interesting concept. Now, I want you to hear some of the things that took place in this trial. You'll know how this rolls and everything. Now, you're going to hear a few of the clips. The clips will be somewhat, somewhat different, somewhat long, but you'll see where all this is going.
7: Now I say we get right down to business, wise man.
11: My, my tribal chief, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my name is Paul Heyman, and I, I, I noticed just a moment ago you all had a chant of three letters that are very near and dear to me. My tribal chief, ECW is dead. He's an para para. He's a Judas. He's the betrayer of the island of relevancy. feel good about ourselves to feel good about how much he belongs in the bloodline he has been making us feel like like the fans of the philadelphia eagles and we're gonna feel like the fans of the philadelphia eagles after they get conquered by Barack Purdy of the Forty oh, my tribal chief. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this is an open and shut case. I have exhibits A, B, C, D, I had E, F, G, I went down to L, M, N, O, P. But I can stop with four pieces of footage that demonstrate that Sammy Zane is guilty as
9: Charged.
11: The prosecution hereby presents our evidence. Everything you
1: guys said last week. You're
6: right. You're
11: right. (laughs) (laughs) Now. sword-ass Drew McIntyre Jumping the Usos from behind. Where is Sami Zayn? Running away like the gutless coward that he is And here's Sami Zayn's chance to show his loyalty That's not hesitation That's a conspiracy Jay, I'm sorry you had to live through that. Here's the best. After the war game, Sammy Zayn, is he with the bloodline? Is he sitting there and saying, thank you so much for the opportunity? No! He's on top of the cage for individual glory! And wait, wait for it! for life? What is this? What are we, the NWO, with a four horsemen, with a dangerous alliance? That's a conspiracy signal to Kevin Owens, Montreal boys for life. To try to upstage me, to upstage us. I got news for you. We oh oh, we even missed it on television. Did you see what Sammy just did? Boom. Oh, it's the old high school hallway shoulder block. That's assault on the tribal chief. What's next, Sammy? You want to perform euthanasia on his father? You want to castrate his sons? That was an assassination attempt on the tribal chief. So you can become the head of the table of the bloodline. That was blatant, that was assault, and you're guilty of nothing else. You're guilty of assault on the tribal chief. My tribal chief, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I beg of you, and I'm not a begging man, to find this rat bastard. Guilty as charged. The prosecution rests its
0: case. Now, you got to admit, I mean, this was an incredible performance done by Paul Heyman. It was incredibly done. I mean, it, it, just the whole trial itself was good in every way possible. Now, I know there's some people that uh, complain the fact that it was too fucking long. Personally, to me, it wasn't long enough. That's just my opinion. Now, let's continue on and let's hear what Sami Zayn has to say about the entire situation.
1: Video Carefully craft this video to make it out like what like what what do you think? What do you think I'm doing? You think I'm conspiring with Kevin Owens? You think I'm trying to take out the tribal chief? You think I'm coming for his power? How do you how do you think that after all of this time? The fact that you would think that man that hurts because let me tell you something, after everything that's gone on, the fact that you don't see it, guess what? These people, they see it. They see it. They've seen it all over the last nine months. But the fact that you would make me sit here and literally put me on trial to defend myself, that hurts. So I guess what I'm saying is, my defense, is that I have no defense.
7: Let let me get this straight. You don't have a defense. You got so much ego, you won't even fight for this. You won't even explain yourself. You you don't care now, huh? You got so much ego that you can't even argue for this. It doesn't mean anything to you. I give you opportunity after opportunity. I let you in my family. and This is what you do. This is the respect you show me. And no, Solo!
2: G no disrespect. Alright? I put together my own footage last night, roll the tape. right there Ruth, it is right there on tape, on film for you and the whole world to see. This man has took so many bullets for me, for you, for the whole bloodline. Man, my dog basically bulletproof. Hey, hey! And everybody knows, man. I did not trust you, man. I, I despised you, right? But what you do, Russ? Man, you saw the good in me the whole time, and you never gave up on me. And guess what? That right there—that's what family do. Demonstrates to me who's loyalty And love to this family Hey Sami Zayn, I love you like a brother who's 100 So if you want Sami Zayn to stay in the bloodline then throw your words to the sky
7: As your tribal chief and the head of the table, I find you, Sami Zayn, not guilty.
10: For now,
7: want you to look at jay and i want you to thank him because he bought you more time and in the meantime this is how it's going to go finish out tonight make the bloodline proud and then i don't want to see you again until saturday at the royal rumble do you understand me i don't want to see you i don't want to hear from you i don't want to hear that you're at a show nothing go home And then I will see you at the Royal Rumble, and that is where you're going to deliver your final test. And then we're going to see if Sami Zayn really is the bloodline or not.
3: A turn of events to kick off Monday Night Raw. If, in fact, Sami Zayn is not, as Jey Uso so eloquently put, bulletproof, the honorary who's definitely dodged a bullet tonight. Sami with a stay of execution. Who had Jey Uso coming to the defense of Sami Zayn tonight? But what is the final test? As we see Jey and Sami place, what is the final test that the Tribal Chief has the Royal Rumble for Sami Zayn. Just five days away now, the Royal Rumble from San Antonio, Texas.
0: That seems to be the question of the night. What will Sami Zayn do next? He has been fined, not guilty, and he's going to be taking some time away, which now leads to question Where does Sami Zayn go from here? Will he make an appearance at the Royal Rumble? Will it take place? Will it happen? Well, there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about on the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Actually, there's going to be more because later on, we are going to do our Royal Rumble report and we're going to talk about not just Sami Zayn's involvement in the Royal Rumble or if any involvement at all in the Rumble, but also... Where does this whole thing lie between Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, and Kevin Owens? What sort of effect will Sami Zayn have in the championship match that will take place at the Royal Rumble this Saturday night? We will all find out. So, with that being said, uh, the next thing that happened, of course was the tag team match that took place and uh, i'm not going to suspense with the formalities on this one we're just going to go ahead and get right to it uh the tag team match was a judgment day that took place between uh the judgment day and the usos uh i think it was uh, jay uso got injured they almost came close to forfeiting the titles Sami Zayn stepped in and was working with J- uh, i think it was not jay i'm sorry it was jimmy who was out and Sami Zayn was <coughs> basically helping out Jay in this tag team title match, just like what The Judgment Day did about a couple of weeks ago to get their opportunity at the tag team titles. Now, these the raw tag team titles were on the line in this one. So at the end, it all came down to this: Sami Zayn and Jay Uso retained the tag team titles. And Roman Reigns kind of had a look on his face where he was happy that it went down. But he also wants to make sure that he doesn't see any sign of Sami Zayn at all. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. We know that later on tonight on SmackDown, we're going to find out what's going to happen. Is Sami Zayn going to make an appearance or will he stay home as ordered by the Tribal Chief? We will just have to wait and see in every way possible. When, when the main event talk returns, we're going to talk more Raw 30 along the way. And we'll talk a few more about things that have happened in every way possible. And still to come, we have the Royal Rumble Report coming up. And also, hashtag WWE Women Deserve Better. A hashtag that's been out after Raw 30. What is all that about? You'll find that out when the Main Event Talk podcast returns. What happens when there's nowhere left to run?
7: Nowhere left to hide? with all the lights...
12: in the water in a swimming pool fly like a seagull kicking like a mule more jams than a beetle from liverpool i deliver a fool Who the hell are you? i'm kid mother rock from the old school got more money than matchbox 20 get more ass than mark mcgrath they say i'm cocky and i say what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up they say i'm cocky and i say what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up. Of Detroit, Rock City, A-shirts, Cadillacs, big skinny models, you can keep those, I like big corn fed Midwestern, don't you know, talk fast, pimp slow, show up to black ties and t-shirts and slippers, sipping liquor, models love, If you do it, then you back it up. They say I'm cocky, and I say what? It ain't bragging if you do it, then you back it up. But if we're taking numbers, 15 million sold, mother. They say I'm cocky. And I say, what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up. They say I'm cocky. And I say, what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up. Cocky. And I say, what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up. They say I'm cocky. And I say, what it ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. 2023 is here, and that means 2002 has been put in the back burner, and that means that all of you are going to be having some New Year's resolutions for 2023. So why don't you go ahead and add Rich's Billiards to your New Year's resolution list. Rich's Billiards over here in Corpus Christi, Texas, 5815 Weber is where it's located at. And if you guys got nothing to do, head over to my favorite spot here in Corpus Christi, Texas, Rich's Billiards. Go over there and take advantage of their awesome drink specials. And if you want to shoot some pool, get there as early as 11 a.m. And then play a little bit till 3 p.m. And then after that, you're going to have to go ahead and pay the minimum in every way possible. And if you want to go ahead and check out some... UFC, some boxing, some NFL, some ice hockey, even professional wrestling. Richards Billiards will definitely help you out in every way possible. And if you want to jam out to some of the latest music going on, their jukebox is ready and available. You can go ahead and go over there and jam out to some uh, some country, some Tejano, some hip-hop and R&B, even some classic hard rock and heavy metal courtesy of Rich's Billiards, and if you see the main event there, trust me, you're not going to want to stick around, or if you're a huge fan of heavy metal, the main event will definitely provide you with everything that you need in every way possible. So, if you guys want to ring in the new year for 2023, start off right, come to Richard's Billiards, be there for several of their big events, including Emo Night, that happens every single month at Richard's Billiards. They will provide you the dates and the details, and the main event will show it off to you right here on the Main Event Talk podcast. There'll also be several live events that will happen, including bands like Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones, Headbangers Pit, the Southern Revival, and several other acts that come to Corpus Christi that head over to Rich's Billiards and perform for all of you. 2022 is officially over, and 2023 is here, so add Richest Billiards as your New Year's resolution for 2023. Richest Billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes, the legend continues, and this episode is sponsored by the Main Event Talk Podcast. Welcome to 2023. There he is! <laughs>
10: Oh, so good,
7: good to see you, man. So good to see uh, man. Uh, who's this dude you got with you here? Uh, this is uh, Barry Corbin. Barry Corbin? Baron. No. Baron. I was hoping Baron? to get him into the
2: uh, poker game. I'm sure he's well, on the list here somewhere. Else. I don't have a Barry or a Baron on this list. No, a C-O-R-B-I? It's gotta be on the list. Man, somewhere. I just told you you're not on the list. Maybe perhaps we could speak to the owner of this fine establishment to clear up this little problem?
7: I can do that.
10: What's going on it's man? It's so good to see you. What's up Pimp?
7: What's cracking my yeah. brother? You know, brother, you know. What's going on? Hey. What's up with the students here bro? <laughs> this is a Baron Corbett, he's my
2: protege. And we're hoping to get him into the poker game, but he doesn't seem to be on the list. We were hoping maybe you could check it again. Maybe there might be something not on the list I mean if you guys just check it one more time for me.
7: Wait a Do you know something? I think you can find a spot. We can work up. Oh, what do you think, huh? Yeah, right, right there, man. There it is. Yeah. It is. yeah. Right, right? Yeah. there. Been been like, been. Been like that. Oh, take take it. Take Just it. the thing for you. Oh, I'm thank you. Thank Me. Thank you. Oh, no. Me, right? Thank
11: Anybody
7: you. Thank oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you.
11: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. so the next segment that happened on monday night raw and i think you just heard it just a few moments ago was the poker game that took place uh all of a sudden you had um john bradshaw layfield jbl coming alongside with his protege uh baron corbin right and all of a sudden they show up right and there's the. (laughs) alright, there's the Godfather showing up right there, right and uh, it was good seeing him and then you have Ron Simmons who shows up you know, see the old APA door and everything uh, they walk in and there's all the Raw superstars all the legends involved there, you see Diamond Dallas play, Page playing over there uh, you see Johnny Gargano playing alongside with Candice uh, Candace LeRae and um, Blake Dexter Loomis was there uh, several people were involved in this whole situation. Uh, it was a good deal. So uh, there was uh, there was a couple things I wanted to talk about here. Uh, we're going to kind of skip through some of the things that I saw. Uh, one was the whole thing involving L.A. Knight. Let's talk about that for a moment. L.A. Knight shows up, and he's fixing to have a confrontation with somebody. Now, There are some people that had a problem with this one part. Not the part about L.A. Knight showing up and everything else like that. That's not the part that upset people. What upset people was this. So, L.A. Knight shows up, calls out one of the legends. One of the legends show up. It was the Undertaker, right? It was the Undertaker coming out to his whole Undertaker gimmick and everything else like that. But then all of a sudden, you know, you hear the gong, you hear the whole Undertaker deal and everything, but then all of a sudden comes the American Badass, which I think is uh, pretty cool. Now, there are some people that had a problem with the fact that the Undertaker didn't come out as the Undertaker, and, you know, he should have just came out as, you know, what you call it, he should have came out as the Undertaker himself instead of coming out as the American Badass. But in my opinion, let me, let me, let me mention this because this is true. I think this is way better. I think this is way way better. I think the fact that the Undertaker coming out as the American Badass was much better. Was much better than having to have the original Undertaker come out. Now, some people do do have a problem with that, and I can understand why. But let me ask you a question. How many times are we going to see the Undertaker come out in all of these legend appearances? Now, I know it would make sense for the undertaker the the undertaker to actually appear before all of us and everything, which is fine i didn 't have a problem with that, but there are some times where I kind of wish for the other undertaker to show up because let's face it i mean the undertaker has had many different personas in his entire career, and it's not often that you get a chance to look at those many personas now. I know some fans were bummed out, and some fans were not. And, le- and let's kind of call it down the middle. There are some fans that feel that it was good to see this, uh, this version of The Undertaker, the American Badass, instead of the original Undertaker, which is fine. So LA Knight calls him out, goes ahead and says what he says, and then he, you know, tries to, you know, agree with him about the whole thing where he was on the Joe Rogan show saying he was, you know, soft and everything. Um, you know, all that stuff that you heard about and stuff. I I understood that part and everything possible. So then L.A. Knight's about to leave. L.A. Knight's about to walk out. And then all of a sudden, who should appear before everyone else? None other than Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt shows up, does what he can, and and continues on and everything else like that. And then The Undertaker is uh, trapping L.A. Knight right in the middle of the ring L.A. Knight's fixing to get choke slammed at the hands of The Undertaker. Then here comes Bray Wyatt. Undertaker looks at Bray Wyatt. Undertaker passes L.A. Knight to Bray Wyatt and then hits Sister Abigail right in the middle of the ring. And then all of a sudden, the talk of the wrestling world was the fact that The Undertaker had a few words with L.A. Knight. Oh, well, with Bray Wyatt. So what was the word? What was the exchange? What was it all about? What was it really all about? Is the question. So some people say it's passing the torch. My thought is it's just the Undertaker talking to Bray Wyatt. That's it. There's no there's no passing the torch, but seeing what I saw and then seeing what I saw on Twitter may imply differently here. So maybe it is a form of passing the torch. But here's the understatement of the year. Unless unless there's something that I'm missing here. Here's the thing. To everyone else, it's passing the torch to me. It's the undertaker having a conversation with Bray Wyatt. That's it. The undertaker giving him a little bit of advice. Telling him something. That's all. Because we don't know exactly what he said. We don't know. All we know is... The dead man said something to Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt agreed. Undertaker was trying to get, <laughs> trying to get in his motorcycle to take off. Could not. And then the rest is history. You decide. You believe. You understand it. This is how it rolls, okay? So we'll see what happens at the Pitch Black Match coming up tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. That's right. <laughs> tomorrow night, the Pitch Black Match between L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt. And later on... After we talk about this episode and after we talk about a couple of other things, we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. We'll talk about the Pitch Black Match. We'll talk about Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight and this first ever Pitch Black Match. You heard the commercial earlier. You're going to hear another commercial later on on this episode of the on Podcast. Okay, now, uh, I said we're going to be skipping a bunch of other things and everything, so let's um, get right into some of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about here. So... And we're gonna try and go through this as quickly as possible, so that way we can get right into the Royal Rumble report. So, um, the other thing that happened, uh, there was the whole thing with. Uh, let's see if we can look at this from here. There was supposed to have been a steel cage match between Damage between uh, Bianca Belair and um, and Becky Lynch. Now, uh, what happened there apparently was the fact that um, uh, the steel cage match began. Uh they lowered the cage they brought in um they brought in Bailey first and then and then Becky Lynch was coming in next right and then all of a sudden, the members of damage control had shown up had you know came in interfered uh got involved in the match, and the match was squashed it was done it was out the window, so technically, there was no match to talk about so uh, m- my thought of that is this um the, the things that I heard, the original plan was for Becky Lynch to win over Bayley, which that's what I thought too, but they had completely squashed this match in every way possible, so now, uh, so now all that's going to happen next is I guess these two will continue to feud during the Royal Rumble, and then hopefully these two will end their feud, hopefully at Elimination Chamber, or maybe even sooner than that. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Some people did have a problem with it and others just, you know, didn't care. Wasn't much to think about. That's fine. <coughs> yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. We know how that goes down. So um, that was one part of the segment that nobody, uh, nobody wanted to watch. So uh, the other thing that took place was, let's see. Um, let's look at the next part here. Uh, there was more on the poker, which we, will, uh, we won't we will really talk about it that much. Another thing that happened was, uh, let's see if we can look at the next part that happened. They did a Cody Rhodes package. Uh, Cody Rhodes vows to win the Royal Rumble. That's the whole deal there. Uh, let's see the next thing that happened. I think there was a whole DX segment involving uh, the members of D-Generation X and then Kurt Angle that appeared there, which was very, very funny. Uh, seeing the members of DX and then seeing them all of a sudden saying, Lad- "Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, right as they're about to go to Mr. Ass," all of a sudden you see Kurt Angle right there, and I kept wondering why he was there. You know, then all of a sudden you had members of Imperium show up, and then Triple H goes ahead and calls out, uh, uh, you know, said Seth Rollins shows up, the Street Profits show up, they have themselves a tag team match. It goes down uh, the street. Uh, oh, Imperium came out. I'm sorry. Imperium came out confronting DX. And um, <coughs> <coughs> that goes down. The Street Profits win. Uh, Seth Rollins and the Street Profits beat Imperium right there. And it was a it was a pretty good match to watch. Uh, I like the face-off between uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Gunther. I thought that was uh, pretty good to check out and probably gives us something to think about in the future between Seth Rollins and Gunther but we'll see how that rolls down in the near future okay so another part to this and uh, I don't know if we can uh, pick up on this or not I don't know if they show it but uh, there was this one part where um, I believe I don't know if this is a segment that I want to talk about but um, let's see so um, Ric Flair shows up right rick flair uh shows up brings out his daughter and then like i said i'm not i'm just randomly you know you know seeing what i saw i'm not going by the order that that goes on i'm just trying to get everything out as much as i can so what happened was uh let's see rick flair shows up with charlotte charlotte shows up out there then bianca Belair shows up and then um And then Bianca Belair, well, Bianca Belair shows up, and then all of a sudden, Sonya Deville arrives. Now, there is something, and I'm going to mention this because I'm going to reveal part of the segment that we will hear later on. Um, uh, There was a lot of people that were wondering about why the women were not featured in this episode of Monday Night Raw. And, and it was true in most ways. I mean, the women were kind of featured. And if you think about this extremely close, you had damage control and Becky Lynch on one side. And yes, we. Uh, the only reason why the match didn't take place was because of the fact that the Bloodlines uh, trial took long. And, and personally, to me, it wasn't really that long. No, it really wasn't that long. If you want to cut out a segment, cut out all the poker games. I mean, that would have made it a whole lot better when you think about it. Um. Uh, let's see, Bianca Belair um, had a match with uh, Sonya Deville, which really didn't mean much. And then after that, uh, Bianca Belair won her match, uh, had a little bit of a confrontation with um, Alexa Bliss. And uh, there, was, there was something that somebody had noted to me that I kind of find extremely funny. Uh, Alexa Bliss came out and was, <sighs> was shown on Raw giving a warning to Bianca Belair, right? And I noticed something about Alexa Bliss. Uh and I think uh Brian Alvarez of the wrestling observer live had picked it up picked up on it as well and I saw it too. Alexa Bliss had way too much makeup. I swear I, I swear to God. I, I swear to God. I even saw the segment again on youtube earlier i had to look for sure and there's a video going around of alexa bliss um i guess acting like a kid something from from myspace a long time ago or something like that it's a crazy deal but all of a sudden like i see like her face looks all orange it's like she just threw the makeup on just like that it's the same thing that happened on monday night raw Listen, all due respect, I don't mind if a woman puts on makeup, but when you put too much makeup, my fucking God, somebody is going to put a finger on your face and go all the way down, and you'll see the mark right there. Oh, my God, Alexa, put the makeup off. Take take it off. Just take off the makeup. That's all you have to do. Okay, so uh, we covered uh, some of these segments and everything. Uh, there was another segment right here. Kevin Owens had shown up. There was one part. The Miz comes out, explains his complaint, and yada, 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 and blah, 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 and everything else like that. Kevin Owens comes up, not only sends a message over to The Miz, sends a message over to Roman Reigns. We're going to be talking about Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens later on in the Roar Rumble report. We will talk about that. Uh let's see and I believe the next part was uh let's see we talked about that we talked about that we talked about that everything else like that um let's see oh uh we were about to get into the main event right here uh Bobby Lashley had a conversation with MVP and I guess um uh, I guess things between Bobby Lashley and MVP is okay right now at this point, and we're getting everything that we, we can out of this one. So we get the match with Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory, the main event for um, Raw 30. So let's see. Uh, we know that the uh, we saw the Judgment Day tag team match. The steel cage match did not go down. Uh, let's see. We saw the legends. We're getting a United States Championship match. We had several matches that were added on there uh, that we weren't expecting. So we're down to the main event between Lashley and Theory. Uh, great match. Great match. And I made the prediction. My prediction came true. I said Brock Lesnar was going to show up at the end and everything. He shows up, he interferes in this no disqualification match. Puts Bobby Lashley in an F5, lays him out, puts Austin Theory up in the F5, and lays right on top of him. One, two, three, Austin Theory retains his United States Championship. And then, right after that, the show got cut off. Yeah, the show got cut off completely. And, and it was just incredible. Because, um, you know, as soon as I was watching this, I was hoping for something else to happen afterwards. But it got cut off it was finished it was done there was nothing else we could do about it at this point so was raw a good show yes it was uh were there several things that were missing from this one uh several things and we'll we'll talk about this in a moment because uh the next part we're going to mention is uh the women's evolution um there was not a whole lot of women that were not mentioned on this whole situ- uh, on this whole deal so we we talked about the women's steel cage match uh the whole the whole thing with Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair uh and then there was a match between Bianca Belair and Sonya Deville. Uh they did <coughs> one of the legends that were were supposed to have shown up were the Bella Twins. Now, the next segment we're about to talk about in a moment is something that happened and I decided to record it. I decided to talk about it. I, I put it out there and I want everyone to listen to it as soon as possible. This was recorded uh, just the other day um, because there was this ridiculous hashtag that happened that, was, that it was entitled Hashtag WWE Women Deserve Better. And it was because of the fact that the Bellas did not show up for Monday Night Raw. There were certain things that happened. Now, I'm going to see if I can find. Uh, let me see if I can look for that. Uh, because somebody had told me that um, Nikki Bella ha- uh, was talking about this on um, on her Instagram. If I can find the full uh, story behind it. Let me see if we can hear. Um, <coughs> <coughs> if we can hear. Nikki's comments uh huh Nikki Bella let's okay so they show that they showed that they showed that they showed that okay but they don't show what happened let me see let me see if we can get to the Instagram can we get to there let's go to IG I'm, I'm, I'm going through this right now so that way we can see okay there's the Okay, I see that one, but that's not the one that I wanted to see. There was uh, oh, okay. Uh, all right. So okay, just oh, make sure it's look. Li- hold, hold, hold on a second, because we're... okay, so I wanted to, I wanted to play this to to get an idea of what exactly Nikki Bella had to say. Now, we're gonna hear what Nikki Bella has to say. Now, this took place um about a couple of days ago. Right after Raw was done, now I'd like to hear what uh, what Nikki has to say and what Brie has has to say about you know <clears throat> what exactly took place and everything. So let's hear what they have to say.
13: Okay, just make sure it's low because you know. Paper bird. You may want to go
0: a little lower, Bree. Nikki. Nikki, right now, just showing off you herself. Can't
13: see me hey everyone oh the room is dark hello
0: oops i gotta turn this way in case breezy is a little okay can we can we can can we kind of move on to the point please about what the hell's going on it's a
13: really good episode we got l king we got chris young um it's a very entertaining
0: episode. okay i really don't want to hear that part right here
13: compete they are fresh i wish i could be like see (laughs) oh boy and then you can touch all you
0: want
13: (laughs) um but yes so and i've been having a lot of fun here we're at Sirius radio earlier um
0: okay okay we don't care about that i just
13: want you all to know that that was like three to four hours of practice but i was very naked and I wish I did more, but... It okay,
0: I, I I care about that, but not really. Blurry right?
13: Duff and I did Watch What Happens Live. Bree just was drenched in hotness, and I wanted to...
0: Okay, come on. Can we please get to the fucking point, please?
13: Um... But yeah, so I'm telling Brie um, and Bree, season finale, like, literally.
0: Don't care about that fucking show. Can you please talk about what the fuck happened <laughs> on Raw? That is so
13: cute. Um, all right, so I'll answer a few questions and I'm going to go grab Artem's
0: yeah. food. Okay, okay, who cares? Just, can we? I go,
13: Bree. should we ask our cousins for backup? Because is it going to be okay we... Okay, come on, this is not... But should have been a different night. Anyways, um, yeah. Okay, well, I love you guys. I'm gonna go walk and get Artem's food. Um, Brie, we were supposed to do a dance off. You we were? Yeah,
0: I totally would have dance for all of you guys. And... Don't care, all right, come on, come on. Get, go, let's get it Right now, me. Olivia,
13: who's amazing
0: did Okay, come on, this is not exactly what we want to talk. about. Night-night time
13: for me. Night-night time, all right. But what are you gonna do in 24 minutes? I'm gonna watch Barmageddon, season finale. And why are you gonna watch Barmageddon besides, one of your favorite, most greatest hosts in the world. Because I'm a bar athlete, and I'm a champion of Barmageddon. So.
0: Okay, we don't care about yeah, that. She wins.
13: Her and I should do. So, I think my favorite, I have a lot of favorite Raw moments. I've had, Okay, I
0: mean, now now we're getting to the
13: nitty-gritty. You now. better have Barmageddon games there. How sick, right? And I say, how about this, really quick, before we end this. It is Raw 30. Oh, Raw 30. Okay, here we it go. What's your favorite? raw moment ever. Let,
0: let's hear this guys let's hear this
13: so i think my favorite i have a lot of favorite raw moments i've had i mean we have so many memories if of making she knows history what they are but i have to say i think my favorite moment ever on raw is when i became the longest reigning divas champion oh that was a good that or my divas championship match before WrestleMania, what was WrestleMania in San Jose? WrestleMania 31? Um, was it 31? 29. Against Paige. That was my other favorite Raw. And then we got, we are in Staples Center. Okay, wait
0: a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I got to hear this. I got to hear this again, please. Randy um, Divas champion.
13: Oh, that was a good That or my Divas championship match. Before
0: WrestleMania, what was WrestleMania in San Jose, WrestleMania? Uh... Okay, um, let me let me rea- reiterate as to what she was talking about. Okay, so it was WrestleMania 31, because she just mentioned it, and it was a tag match. The title was not on line. It was Paige and AJ Lee taking on the Bella Twins, and the Bella Twins lost. Which would be AJ's last match last Wrestlemania after she retired I remember that and I, I I don't know she she must have thought it was a title match or something like that but let's keep going
13: 31
0: was it <clears> 31 against Paige that was my other favorite raw and then we got weird that oh against Paige what, 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 wait a minute wait a minute. uh okay was it against Paige on raw I don't know was it yeah, well I don't don't give a shit Let's People
13: Center. And then even though the the promo we shot before that, because we pre-recorded SmackDown, it was awesome. Yeah. I would have to say mine, I am torn at times. Because I loved when Stephanie yeah. and I made like our match official for SummerSlam on Raw. I thought that was really cool. Oh my oh. gosh. And then when yeah. we closed Raw with Stefan Hunter. Yeah. But also I have to say when we did our teams for the Divas. Revolution! Oh my gosh, when That promo in Atlanta, and then we debuted the girls when they came out. That was another good memory on Raw. How did they showcase anything from the Women's Evolution? Okay. But also the way we did our matches. On Sasha there, Banks said, and they're like, we can't. And the Bellas, there's a bunch of us. In Mercedes Mercedes. is too over, and we and can't say her name. There's a couple okay, other girls and Raya. There's a bunch of us they don't yeah. want to show. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. When you, you know. do what they don't want to do, it's not what you show do, you. It's what you, do. you know, our truth uses to say this, Tess, and I think he had a good point. He said, it's not what you don't do, it's what you do do. And Ron, you're right. It's not what you don't do, it's what you do do. Anyways, Bree so once I the towel, I'm not going to tell you what account that was.
0: Anyways. Okay, let me stop there. Okay, uh, so. <laughs> oh, God, I'm hearing this. Okay, I I um I don't want to reveal the next thing, but I'm I because l- as I'm recording this, I'm, I'm I'm listening to everything that she had to say. Okay, now there's more. I'll play just a little bit more, and then we're gonna play some. We're gonna play some music after this, and then we're gonna get right to the hashtag that everyone's talking about. Let me- we love
13: you guys. Barmageddon in 20 minutes. Um. I will see you all there. I probably will come on one. Okay, come on. you can't stay awake, make sure to DVR it or head to the oh, USA. App.
0: Who, who wants to watch that show anyway? And it was
13: amazing and hilarious, and it's going to be a lot of new info that y'all.
0: You want to go to an actual bar? Go to Rich's Billiards. I guarantee you, you'll like I'll that. Admit,
13: I didn't even realize it until I heard them talking about it, and it made me so proud of my man. I was like, holy shit. I get now why we
0: I think uh, we're, we're at the conclusion. Right now. Okay,
13: love you guys. Mwah! See you
0: all later. Bye. Okay, so that's the that's the end of the Instagram live. Apparently, this was uh, this was shown live uh, on the Instagram. I didn't see it, but it got a lot of talk. It got a lot of talk in every way possible. Now, when the main event talk returns, this continues on. We're gonna we're, I'm gonna play a little music for you, right? And then after that, I'm gonna show you the hashtag of women deserve better in wwe the hashtag and i'm going to give you my thoughts on everything about that because i recorded this a couple of days ago and i wanted to put this out for everyone to listen to and i want everyone to listen to me when i tell you after this song you'll listen to what i have to say afterwards trust me and here's the thing i like the bellas but my God, I, I, not, I, and I'm not pointing this on Bree. I think Bree is a lot smarter than Nikki. Nikki is attractive, beautiful, hot, and sexy. Unfortunately for her, it's like if she was a true wrestling fan and understood the business for what it is, she would, she would completely be dangerous. But in this case, she's the less dangerous thing I've ever seen in wrestling. This ain't over, guys. When the main event talk returns. Ha <laughs> ha If you guys have any questions in regard to this show, all you gotta do is go over to my email address at the main event nineteen seventy seven at gmail.com. That's the main event nineteen seventy seven at gmail.com. Listen for your question right here on the main event talk podcast, and it could be any question that you want, whether it's anything about what's going on in the world of professional wrestling to anything new in music or anything about possibly politics, even though I really don't get into politics that much anyway, or anything about current events or anything about the Transformers or any kind of new metal music that you like to talk about, or anything in particular, even if it's a bit personal. The Main Event would love to go ahead and put that email out for everyone to listen to. So once again, my email address is event 1977 at com that's the main event 1977 at gmail.com and listen for that question right here on the main event talk podcast okay so I wanted to talk about this um, this one thing that took place on Twitter uh, this was the night before uh, raw 30 okay it was a hashtag that came out and I think we talked about this um, a moment ago on the main on the on the show, where we talked about the whole thing with Charlotte Flair, okay? Now, Charlotte Flair came out on Raw, right? Came out, and then also you had Bianca Belair that came out, which was pretty cool in itself. Now, I I, I think I may have said this, but just in case I didn't, I mentioned that you have the Raw Women's Champion and the SmackDown Women's Champion, Champion, both together, And what they could have done was presented a video package showing the women of WWE. Which I think would have been cool, you know, for Raw 30. Because if you think about the history of Monday Night Raw, there were a lot of tremendous women that were featured in here. Not just Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. But you had Lita. You had Trish Stratus. You had Victoria. You had all these women that appeared, which was was great for the industry. Sable jacqueline you know uh sunny you you have all these women that were mentioned well that were not really mentioned in any way possible now the funny thing about that is it took the bella twins to not mention to it it took the bella twins to mention that they weren't there now let, let me let me explain something about this. I, I Look, I like the Bella Twins, first of all. I think they're sexy and beautiful women. But much like Mandy Rose, and let's call it like we see it, much like Randy Rose, they weren't in wrestling to be in wrestling. They were in it because they were beautiful, sexy-looking women, okay? Now, for them to go ahead and start speaking out... And start mentioning things like W. Uh, they they started this hashtag. Said hashtag WWE women deserve better. I I saw that hashtag, and my thought was okay. They deserve better. Why? And 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 I and I'm not being sarcastic about this. They've always had it better for a long time. They've always had it better for a very very long time. The problem with that, and and this is the thing that I just mentioned already, the fact that Monday Night Raw, Raw 30, didn't really feature the women that much. You had... um, you had a few segments that involved the women that showed up on there. You had uh, Charlotte Flair appear on there with Bianca Belair, and then having a match with Sonya Deville afterwards, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous in many ways. And that was really the only segment you saw. That was really the the only segment you really saw out of that whole situation. So I can understand why why the women were not properly featured on on the raw 30 i can understand that completely but for the fact that the bella twins the bella twins were supposed to be there okay now the things that i heard is the bellas were scheduled to be there but however they did not they uh, i think from what i understand they were supposed to go but they had a a play they had to go to which kind of shows me a little bit of a little bit of this and 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 I'm not being chauvinistic in any way possible. I'm just calling it like I see it. If the Bella Twins want to say that they love wrestling so much that they love Raw so much, and they were invited to come to Raw and show up over to represent the Women's Evolution, however w- they made the Women's Evolution and all if they if they wanted to be there, they should have accepted the invitation to go to Raw, and they should have shown up, okay? And then maybe they would have done something about it. No, they went to a fucking play, all right? And then if that wasn't bad enough, Nikki Bella decides to go live. I didn't see this, but I saw the um, some of the videos that were posted, and this is my, my opinion about this. Look, Nikki Bella, to me, beautiful sexy looking woman hot as hell finest ass I've ever seen the problem with her is she really thinks in her mind in her mind that she was worth something in the women's evolution and I find it funny I find it so so funny because you have women like Sonny, women like Sable, women like Lita, women like Victoria, women like Trish Stratus, and other women in that particular nature. Let's go, let's go a little further. Let's go a little further with this. You have women like Gail Kim. You have women like Mickey James. You have women that actually have made a contribution to the WWE and have made a contribution to women's wrestling. What have the Bellas really done? Other than the fact that they shown up on WWE television, other than the fact that, other than the fact that they were in, involved in relationships, weren't they? Let's see, uh, Brie Bella, who is involved with Daniel Bryan, still is involved with Bryan Danielson at this point, right? And Nikki Bella, who, is, who used to be involved with John Cena. The marriage didn't go too well, and I think I knew whose fault it was, and now has a show called I, uh, uh, Brie Bella Story, I Do. I think that's what the show is on E, right? Brie Bella, uh, Brie Bella um, Nikki Bella is talking about how women deserve better in WWE, but yet, her and her sister did not make an appearance because they had to go to a fucking play? Really? Now look, I said this before. I believe the women do deserve a whole lot more on, on, on Raw 30. They deserve a whole lot more on Raw 30. Let's call it like we see it. And like I said before, if you would have had Charlotte and Bianca in the same ring and present some sort of video package displaying the women of Raw or the women of SmackDown, 30 years of women, even a of Blaze, I guarantee you we wouldn't be having this conversation. But WWE, Raw didn't think about it. The, the management didn't think about it. Or, or maybe maybe this, maybe this, maybe this. How about this? To think about this. You think the Bella Twins didn't want to show up on Monday Night Raw because they were afraid to run into Vince McMahon? I mean, just think about that for a moment. Just think about that for a moment. You don't think the Bella Twins didn't think about Mr. McMahon one moment being there? Was he backstage on Raw? I don't know. Maybe they had an issue with that. But this is the thing that I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say is Divas, the WWE women deserve better do they that the hashtag that that i just mentioned right there no they've always had it better they've always had it better they've always had it better look you have the smackdown women's championship the raw women's champion uh, chip the tag team championships and i'll admit i'm surprised those tag team titles have not been on the line lately I'll admit that. They have a women's Royal Rumble. They had a women's Evolution pay-per-view. Which, the, the, only thing, the only thing that I wish, and I'll say this because it's true, the only thing I wish the WWE would actually do is have the women's own show on the WWE Network. You know? Have it feature the women of WWE. Everyone from the the women of NXT, the women of Raw, the women of SmackDown, have them show up on there. And how how about having... The legends involve in there. Why not? Or how about... You know, this is the thing that I'm trying to say here. The women have always had it better. And they're going to get it better no matter what. A ridiculous hashtag is not going to make a difference. Like I said, the only reason why that hashtag is involved is because the women were not properly featured on Monday Night Raw. It's the truth. They weren't involved. Raw 30 had DX. Raw 30 had The Undertaker. Raw 30 had... Uh, Hulk Hogan, Raw 30, had everything except for the women's division. Okay? Now, I can understand that. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that the the women should not be mentioned at all. I'm saying that even if they try, I doubt WWE is going to mention Mercedes-Monet. I seriously doubt they're going to mention Paige or Soraya. I, I seriously doubt that. And if, even if they mention it, they'll probably do just like they did with Chris Jericho or Brian Danielson, okay? There's nothing to complain about. And also, also, yes, the women were also featured in a steel cage match. And despite the fact that, yes, I understand it didn't happen, but also keep in mind, and I think I said this earlier, the fact that the steel cage match did not happen wasn't a bad idea. There was nothing wrong with it because... Bailey was going was Bailey didn't lose and and uh, Becky Lynch didn't lose either. The word that I heard was that Becky Lynch was going to beat Bailey. And to me to me I think it was better that Bailey did not lose to Becky Lynch in any way possible. So and and you escalate the feud further into the next deal, okay? So let so once again Here's the thing. This whole thing with WWE women deserve, uh, hashtag women deserve, uh, uh, let me say that one more time. Hashtag WWE women deserve better. No. The women don't deserve better. They've already had it better. They've already had it for a while. And this is the thing. Nikki, listen. While all the women agree with what you have to say, and I certainly do agree with what you have to say, listen, to me, it's like this. You keep initiating that you had something to do with the women's evolution. No, women like Mercedes, Not. not I'm sorry, women like, medusa alundra blaze have something to do with that women like may young have something to do with the women's evolution women like M- mula the fabulous mula have something to do with it mildred burke let's get that out of the way point of the matter is you think that you in your mind in your mind ...think that the women of WWE deserve it better... ...when they've had it better all this time, okay? The only reason why you're complaining about this... ...is because the women were not featured on Raw 30, okay? And I cannot express that enough. Yes, I feel the women deserve to be on Raw 30... ...and it's agreeable. But whatever happened... Look, I'm not the one running the show, okay? I'm not the one that's saying all this and that. But you're out here putting out this hashtag that seems very familiar. What was the other hashtag that happened a long time ago? Give Divas a chance. And then look what happened. Everything changed for what it was. Now you want to put out another hashtag for what? So you can do this whole thing all over again when it was done about eight years ago? Come on, man. Listen. The women do deserve better. And I'm not just talking about the women in WWE, okay? I'm not talking about just the women in WWE. I'm talking every woman in professional wrestling, hands down. I'm talking to Britt Bakers. I'm talking to Jamie Haters. I'm talking to Camille's. I'm talking to all of these women. All of these women in professional wrestling, they deserve better. The women of WWE deserve better. They've already got it better, all right? They've already got it better. Why not focus on the other women that have not gotten it better yet? That have not given an opportunity. Like how about the Chelsea Greens of the world? Chelsea Green, who in my opinion is a tremendous woman, beautiful, sexy, and someone that deserves to be in WWE. And someone that deserves to be in that same spotlight with every other woman. That's the fucking truth, okay? Chelsea Green doesn't get enough credit for being deserved. And how about Liv Morgan, huh? How about Liv Morgan? I got news for you. I like Liv Morgan. Once again, another beautiful, sexy-looking woman, but someone that deserves a whole lot more, in her opinion. Uh Uh-huh. How about that? And and, and you know who else deserves a little bit more? And And personally, she deserves not only... Does this woman deserve more, but I feel she deserves respect Natalia hm natalia how about how about Naomi huh? how about Na- do they deserve it? Hell yeah, they do Tamina and look, you can complain and bitch all you want to about these women oh they've got it they've already got it. I got news for you. Those are women that not only deserve better; they deserve respect. They deserve respect no matter the fuck what. And you want about the two? Do you want to talk about the future of women's wrestling? Britt Baker. Britt Baker, who in my opinion is a tremendous superstar, is someone that definitely deserves more than any other women alive. Jamie Hader has mentioned that one. Ah. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa deserves better, okay? There's a lot of women in, in professional wrestling that deserve better, and all because of a stupid hashtag that someone like Nikki Bella decides to put together. Listen, here's the thing. I've said it right here, and I'll say it again. Do the, the women of WWE deserve better? Some do. And some don't. Okay? Now, do the women of professional wrestling deserve better? You bet your fucking ass they do. But the thing is... The thing is, if you're going to put out this ridiculous hashtag... And I call it ridiculous because, simply, it is ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous. Because the women have always had it better in WWE. The women outside of WWE, they deserve it a whole lot better. And I'm not talking about the ones that have already established who they are in WWE and moved on to bigger and better things. I'm talking about the women that haven't even made a, ma- haven't even made a huge name for themselves yet. They deserve a whole lot more. So to close this out, to close this out, here's the thing. Raw 30 should have had the women involved. And like I said before, Charlotte, Bianca, video package, and that would have been shown on Monday Night Raw with all the women involved, and the conversation about that shit would have been over a long time ago. Just like that. Not that shit about having Charlotte, having Bianca, then have Sonia Deville come in and bore the living fuck out of all of us. That should have never have happened as far as I'm concerned. And Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella, let me explain this to you, sweetheart. You, you, you may be somewhat involved in the women's evolution, but years ago, all you were was this beautiful sexy woman that came out in a video from a band called a trio okay if you've seen the video a trio a a, tr- a trio i think uh, that the song what was it um uh right side of the bed tonight i think that was the song if you've seen that video those two women nikki and brie bella were featured at that same video okay those were two women that knew nothing about professional wrestling and Once again, I've said this before, a lot of other people have said this before, do they deserve to be legends? No, because they don't understand this business. And also, I was against them to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame because they don't deserve it. Maybe another 10 years from now, but them to be in the Hall of Fame is an insult to women all across the world. Oh, and by the way, um, what was it that Nikki Bella said a while back uh, when Vader was being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? She had no idea that he died a long time ago? Yeah, you know wrestling better than I do. Way to fuck go. It's ridiculous. So look, as far as I'm concerned, yes, The women do deserve better, okay? I'm not just talking about the women of WWE. Every woman in general. I'm talking the women of WWE, the women of AEW, the women of Ring of Honor, the women of the NWA. Every woman in professional wrestling definitely deserves a whole lot better, and they will get better soon, all right? But this ridiculous hashtag has got to be put away, okay? Give Divas a Chance years ago meant something. This doesn't mean a fucking thing because there's no reason for this hashtag to appear on Twitter. Why? Because the women of WWE have already had it better. They've had it better then, now, and forever. That's the fucking truth. Take that with a grain of salt and stick it up your ass. <laughs> okay what's going on guys this is the royal rumble report and we are getting ready to check out wwe's royal rumble one of the biggest events in all of professional wrestling and in all of sports entertainment to take place live saturday january 28th to take place over at the alamo dome live on peacock and on pay-per-view and believe it or not they actually still have these things called pay-per-view but unless things change we will see how it rolls now Here's the thing, guys. The main event is just going to give you... My apologies for the noise right there. That's just me trying to move a chair. Now, uh, the thing that you guys have to know at this point in time right now is that I am going to give you the report right here. However, I'm not going to give you the analysis of what's going to happen at the Royal Rumble. That's going to take place on the next episode of the main event Talk, talk podcast, which will not only lead to the final report, but I will give you the results of who and what... Is going to take place at the Royal Rumble and everything else like that. So ah, if you don't mind, let me go ahead and <coughs> <coughs> my apologies here. Um Let's see. The 2023 Royal Rumble. Uh No way. Wait, oh, wait a minute. Actually, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I was trying to get to the Royal Rumble that I need to get to. Let's see if we can find that one, please. Here we go. All right. Now, as far as we know it, these are some of the matches that are still going to take place and everything. So, uh, we're going to go up and down the card right now. So far, it's only five matches that are going to happen. A singles match for the WWE. <coughs> Single match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. It's going to be Bianca Belair defending her championship against Alexa Bliss. Roman Reigns defending his undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Against Kevin Owens, that's going to happen. The first ever Mountain Dew Pitch Black match between L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt. 30 women for the Royal Rumble match and 30 men for the Royal Rumble match itself. With the winner receiving an opportunity to headline this year's WrestleMania. Now, once again, I'm not going to give you the whole situation about what's going on as far as the Royal Rumble event itself goes. But you know that this this is going to be the only report we do for right now. But until the next episode, not only are you going to get a chance to know about all of the matches that will happen at the Royal Rumble, no doubt there will be matches added to the Royal Rumble, which we will not expect. But as far as we know it, the five matches you hear right now are going to be, these matches are going to happen at the Royal Rumble tomorrow night. So once again, let's reiterate. Singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defending her championship against Alexa Bliss. Singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns alongside with Paul Heyman will take on Kevin Owens. The Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match. Bray Wyatt taking on LA Knight. 30 30 Women Royal Rumble Match. For a women's championship match at WrestleMania Thirty Nine, that's what's gonna happen there, and then of course thirty men, Roy, uh, thirty man Royal Rumble match for a world championship match at WrestleMania Thirty Nine. That's all gonna take place at WrestleMania. The Royal Rumble will be tomorrow, and the main event is gonna be concluding. With, um, with what's going to happen. Now, like I said, I'm not going to give you the results. This is just a report for right now. No matches have been added at this point in time. So to give you guys an idea of what's going to happen tomorrow, the event will start, I believe, about, um, if memory serves me correctly, it'll probably start about 6 o'clock, maybe 5 o'clock, depending, I think. I know several of my friends have uh, have already taken off and headed for San Antonio. They're getting ready to check out the Royal Rumble and everything. Uh, let's see. I think SmackDown. I believe um, I don't know where SmackDown's supposed to be at tonight. Let me see if I can look into my deal and everything else like that. So that way we'll find out about what's gonna happen on tonight's SmackDown. So SmackDown is supposed to reiterate. Let's see. Huh? Okay, we got that. We we got several matches that are gonna happen on tonight's wwe smackdown so let's see if we find out <sighs> what smackdown is going to be tonight um let's see and it looks like get out of the way uh it looks like we got a preview here uh smackdown preview uh january 27 kevin owens takes the fight to solo sokoa that's going to happen tonight, where to watch, when to watch. It's going to happen tonight, the details here. Uh, Solo, Sokoa, uh, Solo Sokoa is out to destroy Kevin Owens before the Royal Rumble. That's going to take place. <coughs> <coughs> A one-on-one match between Rey Mysterio uh, Rey Mysterio, and Karrion Cross. Both individuals are going to be participating in the Royal Rumble. That's going to be happening later on tonight. Uh, let's see a tournament semifinals here. Drew McIntyre going, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus to battle Hit Row. That's going to happen tonight. Uh, let's see Imperium take on Legado del Fantasma in the semifinals. This will be interesting here in this matchup right there. And those are all the matches. That, well, where, where is it located? At? It doesn't say where though. <sighs> I think it's supposed to locate over in, um, Don't Miss Friday Night Smackdown. Where is it supposed to take place? Uh, Because, let's see, if, um, I think it's supposed to take place in San Antonio tonight. I think I could be wrong. I may have to, (coughs) I may have to look into my website here to find out exactly what is going on here. In every way possible Because normally I would find out About these things before it goes down Let me see if I can look into my WWE app To look into some more information As to where WWE is going to be located at As far as tonight goes Okay, I don't want I've already seen that, fool Okay, that's already done It's already done, okay Okay, preview Raw Smackdown Okay, can we at least show the live events at least? Okay, future, premium, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to see where we're... Okay, here we go. So the event... Why does it keep showing me that? Okay, here we go. Okay, so uh, tonight's SmackDown is going to emanate from Laredo, Texas, which will be... Let's see, Laredo is going to be under us. Under us, because Laredo's right, right down there. And it's gonna take place over here. So that would mean that they're gonna be four, maybe three hours away from San Antonio. So I guess whenever get whenever they, they get done with the show over on over in Laredo, Texas for SmackDown, they'll probably head to San Antonio the following night. So that's where that's where Friday night SmackDown will be tonight. So we got that settled out of the way. So that's what's gonna take place, um, That's what's going to take place uh, over in uh, Laredo, Texas tonight over on SmackDown. Get a chance and get an opportunity to check out Friday night SmackDown tonight. And also, once again, guys, the Royal Rumble is going to be happening tomorrow night over at the the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas tonight. It's going to be epic once again. Let's go through the match just one more time before we move on. The SmackDown Women's Championship will be on the line as Becky, I'm sorry, Bianca Belairs go one-on-one against Alexa Bliss. The first ever pitch black match between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight will take place at the Royal Rumble as well. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship match will be on the line. Roman Reigns alongside with Paul Heyman will take on Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. And we got 30 men and 30 women competing for a championship opportunity at WrestleMania, which will take place over at Soulfly Stadium in Los Angeles, California. It's going to be epic. So this is the final report right now, but it's not over yet. Be ready for the final report of the Main Event Talk podcast, because we're going to do an entire, not only the final report, But you're going to get my analysis on each of these matches that are going to take place. And you'll find out about all of the winners of the previous Royal Rumble. From the 1998 Royal Rumble, 89, 90, 91, 92, and so forth. All the way down to the last one from 2022. You will know who the winners are. You will know many firsts that happened. Many of the winners that happened. Back-to-back winners in the whole nine yards. Where was it located? How? And you'll know. Everything you need to know about the Royal Rumble. you also know about my favorite Royal Rumble moments, my favorite Royal Rumble match, uh, my first Royal Rumble ever. You'll know about all those on the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. But until then, guys, that does it for the Royal Rumble report for now. But be ready for tomorrow's final Royal Rumble report. And remember, guys, Royal Rumble is happening tomorrow night, San Antonio, Texas, Saturday night at the Alamo Dome, Get your tickets as early as you can. I understand it is sold out and no doubt, no doubt everyone is going to be getting their tickets to check out WWE Royal Rumble live emanating from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas, Saturday, January 28th, live only on Peacock and on pay-per-view. This report is done and we shall be back. Wherever it comes that's funny. I just, I just thought I had this. There we go. It's, a, it's funny. I'm record. I'm, I'm setting all this up right, just the way it is. And all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute. I can't, I can't record. I can't stop. There it is. Royal Rumble report is done. I am the main event player. Ladies and gentlemen, it is official, 2023 is here, and that means 2002 has been put in the back burner, and that means that all of you are going to be having some New Year's resolutions for 2023. So why don't you go ahead and add Rich's Billiards to your New Year's resolution list. Rich's Billiards over here in Corpus Christi, Texas, 5815 Weber is where it's located at, and if you guys got nothing to do, head over to my favorite spot here in Corpus Christi, Texas, Rich's Billiards. Go over there and take advantage of their awesome drink specials. And if you want to shoot some pool, get there as early as 11 a.m. And then play a little bit till 3 p.m. And then after that, you're going to have to go ahead and pay the minimum in every way possible. And if you want to go ahead and check out some UFC, some boxing, some NFL, some ice hockey, even professional wrestling... Rich's Billiards will definitely help you out in every way possible. And if you want to jam out to some of the latest music going on, their jukebox is ready and available. You can go ahead and go over there and jam out to some uh, some country, some Tejano, some hip-hop and R&B, even some classic hard rock and heavy metal, courtesy of Rich's Billiards. And if you see the main event there, trust me, you're not going to want to... Stick around, or if you're a huge fan of heavy metal, the main event will definitely provide you with everything that you need in every way possible. So, if you guys want to ring in the new year for 2023, start off right, come to Richard's Billiards, be there for several of their big events, including Emo Night that happens every single month at Richard's Billiards. They will provide you the dates and the details, and the main event will show it off to you right here on the Main Event Talk podcast. There will also be several live events that will happen, including bands like Knife Party, A Tribute to Deftones, Headbangers Pit, The Southern Revival, and several other acts that come to Corpus Christi that head over to Rich's Billiards and perform for all of you. 2022 is officially over, and 2023 is here, so add Richest Billiards as your New Year's resolution for 2023. Richest Billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes, the legend continues, and this episode is sponsored by the Main Event Talk Podcast. Welcome to 2023. Okay guys, just in case you were wondering about that, yes, that is the new Richest Billiards commercial. Uh, that's the one that, uh, I had promised and I forgot to mention at the very top of the program, uh, where, uh, you know, I mentioned this last week that there was going to be a new Richard's Builders commercial. This is it. This is going to be perfected. And I think we're going to be doing just one more to perfect the new and improve one when the new episode, there's going to be a new episode coming up on the anniversary show, which will take place on the 20th. Okay. Now the, the thing is, and I think most of you guys probably know about this, but just in case you don't. On Valentine's Day there will be an episode of the Mayvet Talk podcast, but it's gonna talk about my twenty years of Richard's billiards, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring that up and uh, a lot of people's names are gonna be mentioned on Richard's on, on this episode of the Mayvet Talk podcast. Richard will be mentioned, my best friend Homestar Runner will be mentioned, Jonathan Chappelle will be mentioned, Johnny B Good. <coughs> Johnny B Good will be on this as well. My good friend uh, one of my longtime best friends and tag team partners, Mark Anthony Bantoha, who's also a part of the Southern Revival, will also be a part of this as well. Tony Gomez, everyone's name will be mentioned, not to mention every other band on... This episode will be featured and some of their music will be featured on that episode as well. It'll be over 20 years that I've been a part of Richard's Billiard for so long. And I want to go ahead and get that out for everyone to listen to. So it's going to be interesting and you're going to hear it all, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear it all. You're going to hear from my debut when I walked in there in, um, what was it, February 14th of 2003, over 20 years ago. Um, the first uh, several people that were involved that were initially working at the gun club at the time, like my good friends Houston, who who used to Houston who used to work over with me at the gun club a long time ago, then worked over at Richard's Billiards, and then worked over at the Palace and the whole and yards. You know how that goes. One of the best bartenders. I don't know if he's bartending now, but uh, definitely some good friend, a uh, good friend of mine. Of course, we're, we'll talk about Brian Sherman. We'll talk about Roxanne and and his and her sister. Her sister my 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 future wife my other future wife in every way possible but all of that is going to be revealed on this episode of the main event talk podcast which will be released on february 14th of 2023 and also i know some people have been asking about the celebration well that is not i am believe it or not i'm actually going to make an appearance on valentine's day right i'm going to make an appearance on valentine's day which will take place on that day, but I'm only going to be there for a short period of time. But as far as the celebration goes, that will happen on February, on February 17th on a Friday. That's going to happen. Now, also, and I want to mention this part as well, Emo Night is going to have an event. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping you guys have went over to the Emo Night that happened this past Saturday night. Hope you guys had a good time over there. Emo Night once again returns over to Corpus Christi. Uh, over at Richard's village of fact, let me see if we can um if we can pull that up right here on my Facebook page. here we go. I see it here. perfect. that's it right there and I see Hector singing. Why is he singing? <laughs> my apologies there anyways, let's see if we can look for the emo night deal and everything else like that. Uh, it was here somewhere wasn't it here? <coughs> let's see if we can find it here. Emo Night. Here we go. Perfect. So I find the event right here. Uh, this is going to be interesting right here. Uh, Emo Night featuring Melissa Marie, uh, the millionaire. The millionaires, I think that's right. <coughs> it's going to happen on Saturday, February 18th, on the weekend of my anniversary. So. Uh, just go ahead and get this out of the way. Emo night featuring Melissa, Melissa, Marie Millionaire. What? what, what well, anyways, she's she's been here a couple of times before, so we know what's up. Riches Billiards, of fifty-eight fifteen Weber in Corpus Christi, Texas. Meet and greet available at event. Uh, uh, uh somebody. Okay, so I'm reading this right, and I'm hoping that Emo and I can get this straightened out here. It says meet and greets available at Event Bright, and, and, and I'm and I'm t- Event Bright. It's actually spelled that way. It's E V E N T B R I T E. I do not understand that, but that's fine. But anyways. Uh, let's see, uh, 21 and up are welcome with proper ID, uh, $15 cover charge, show starts at 9 p.m. and ends around 2 a.m. That's all going to happen on Saturday, February 18th. That's what it says right here, Emo Night featuring Melissa Maria, the Millionaires, Saturday, February 18th, party from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., Twenty-one plus and up are welcome with proper ID. Meet and greet, and then and I think this, yeah, I, I don't think this was a mistype. It says here meet and greets available at Event Bright, Riches Billiards at fifty eight fifteen Weber. Get there as early as you can. Now the main event. will try to get to that event if he can. I am going to have my celebration that will take place at Rich's Billiards on Friday, uh, February seventeenth to celebrate my twentieth anniversary of the the debut when I walked into that place a long, long time ago. So all of you are invited. Yes, all of you, all of you. Listen, Homestar Runner, you're invited. Chrissy, you're invited. Antoine, unless you have some prior engagements, you're invited. All of you are invited to be there for the main event's 20th anniversary. It's uh, nothing special other than the fact that we're just going to get drunk, race, hell, great, chaos, and a whole nine yards. And all that's going to take place at... Rich's billiards, 5815 Weber, not your average heroes. The legend continues. Oh, and one more thing before we go. Um, we're not done here just yet, but before I go, don't forget the NFC Championship. Yes, the NFC Championship is on the line this Sunday, and the NFC Championship will be on the line as well both Sundays on the weekend of the World Rumble, which will happen this weekend. So if you guys got any football plans, head over to Richard's Village to check out the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. And the NFC Championship consists of... The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And on the AFC side, you got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be an incredible night. And I know some people are asking, asking me the question, what happened to your Cowboys? Here's my thought. Shut the fuck up. All right? That's all you have to know. Shut the fuck up. That's all you have to know. We fucked up. That's our fault. That's how it goes. 49ers won. And believe it or not, and I'll say this because it's true, and I know Frank is listening to this right now, they deserve to win. I know some people are are coming at me like, dude, you're not supposed to say that. Well, unfortunately, I'm speaking the truth about this, unfortunately. all right. So I'm putting this out, letting it out, so boom, that's it. Let's move on with everything, all right? So don't forget, head over to Richard's Billiards this weekend. Uh, I don't think they'll have the Royal Rumble this weekend unless something changes in every way possible. But they will have the NFC and the AFC Championship take place on Sunday. So get there as early as you can. Uh, Take advantage of the awesome drink specials over at Richard's Billiards. Check out some great football action. Once again, the NFC Championship. On the line, the San Francisco 49ers to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. And on the AFC side, AFC Championship match on the line right there as the Cincinnati Bengals will take on the Kansas City Chiefs. The winner of these two will move on to the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl, I believe, will take place... When is it? Um, I believe it's on February... When is the Super Bowl? Let me see if I can read through my stuff before we... Move on to the next thing. Give me the Super Bowl, please. The Super Bowl will take place uh, February 12th, which will be one weekend before my anniversary. Ah, okay, so that may take... I may get a chance to check out the Super Bowl over at Rich's Billiards. Hopefully, if they have anything special going. But uh, other than that, that's what's going to take place over at Rich's Billiards. So get there for the Super Bowl. Get there for the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship over at Rich's Billiards. Check it out. Should be an awesome game. Once again, 58-15 Weber. Not your average heroes. The legend continues. So... We've talked about everything we needed to talk about. We have one more thing we need to talk about as far as the Royal Rumble goes, but before we talk about that, it would be a a crime shame if I didn't get an opportunity to talk about the wrestling news. So for that, let's go to Mike Sempervini for all the wrestling news going on in the world of professional wrestling. If you guys want to check out the wrestling news from the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network, all you got to do is go over To Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is you find your favorite podcast to look for the wrestling news for all the latest info going on in all the world of professional wrestling from the WWE to AEW to Ring of Honor Wrestling, NWA, and so much more. And with that, let's get to the wrestling news right now. Take it away, Mike Sempervini.
5: Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Friday, January 27th, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin with Ring of Honor news. The Jay Briscoe Tribute and Celebration of Life special was released yesterday for free on ROH's Honor Club streaming platform and YouTube page. The three-hour special was taped last week following AEW's Dynamite and Rampage tapings at the Save Mart Center in Fresno, California. Included are an in-ring speech from former ROH colleague Adam Cole and video tributes to Briscoe's career. Matches taped for the special include ROH World Champion Claudio Casignoli against Christopher Daniels, ROH Pure Champion Wheeler Yuta against Higane Shino, ROH Women's Champion Athena against Madison Rain, and Eddie Kingston against QT Marshall, among others. Ratings news, AEW Dynamite last Wednesday night on TBS drew its largest audience since the October 5th, 3rd anniversary episode and also exceeded 1 million viewers for the first time since that episode as well, according to Showbuzz Daily. The total audience for the show, which featured a tribute to the late Jay Briscoe, was 1.003 million, up 3.5% from last week's 969,000. The rating in the key 18 to 49 year old demographic was .32, translating to 417,000 viewers and exceeding last week's key demo rating of .31, according to WrestleNomics. Dynamite came in third place for the week on cable TV in the key demographic for the second week in a row. According to Post Wrestling, among English language viewers in Canada, Dynamite averaged 124,000 viewers and 67,500 and the 25- to 54-year-old demographic on TSN2. The numbers are the largest Canadian audience for Dynamite since September 7, 2022 for the episode following All Out. In more AEW news, combat sports streaming service DAZN announced yesterday that it's now the exclusive carrier of all AEW programming across 42 different markets in Europe and Asia. The multi-year agreement calls for DAZN to stream all AEW pay-per-views as well as AEW Dynamite, Rampage, Battle of the Belts, Dark and Dark Elevation in countries including Hungary, Iceland, Greece, Romania, Ukraine, Turkey, Sweden, Poland, Portugal and the Czech Republic among many others. Moving to WWE news, the company announced yesterday the third class of its college athletes they've signed to name, image and likeness or NIL agreements a field of 15 potential future signees, which includes Georgia softball player Georgia Fields, the sister of Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields. Other signees include two-time All-American wrestler at Penn State, Greg Kirkvillette, four-time NCAA champion thrower from Arizona State, Turner Washington, and NCAA hurdles champion, Aaliyah Armstrong. The group also includes four football players and WWE's first NIL signees, from soccer, tennis, and women's wrestling. WWE's NIL program, which identifies potential future WWE talent and can be the first step to a developmental contract, was begun in 2021 with the signing of Olympic gold medalist wrestler Gable Stevenson. In Impact Wrestling news, five-time former Knockouts champion Tara stepped into an Impact ring for the first time in nearly a decade on last night's edition of Impact Wrestling on Access TV, <laughs> Featuring matches taped on January 14th at Center Stage Theater in Atlanta. Announced as the surprise tag team partner of Giselle Shaw, Tara then turned on her partner during the match, causing them to lose to Knockout's tag team champions, the Death Dolls. Wait,
1: Like your partner.
11: I think Shaw's earned it. I think Shaw's earned it to go it alone. Oh, come on now. And now the Death Dolls, the sick driver, the assist like by this. Valkyrie, Jessica, the cover, Nice pride is out.
5: Real name Lisa Marie Verone, Tara was best known as Victoria in WWE, where she was also a two-time women's champion in the early 2000s. She stepped away from full-time competition after leaving Impact in 2013 and had not wrestled since her one-off appearance in the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble. In other results from last night's Impact, world champion Josh Alexander pinned Shelton John. Rich Swann won a six-man elimination match. Brian Myers and Matt Cardona defeated Ace Austin and Chris Bay. Kushida and Kevin Knight beat Jason Hotch and John Skyler, and Trey Miguel retained the X Division title against 73 year old Mike Jackson. Before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the Wrestling News 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcasts at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The wrestling news is a division of Arcadian Vanguard and the wrestling newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.
0: And that was wrestling news for you. We want to go ahead and thank Mike Cibrovini of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast podcast Network. He also does uh, the Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez. Get a chance to listen to him on uh, youtube Uh, also subscribe to the wrestling observer if you can on youtube and check out some of this stuff Uh, i love uh watching them listening to them every chance i get brian alvarez is great mike cipriveni is the best uh love listening to them every chance we get okay so we're almost at the conclusion of this episode of the main event talk podcast we're gonna end this the right way because we all know that the royal rumble is coming up tomorrow night And the main event is getting ready and getting prepared for the Royal Rumble as it's about to take place. Everything from the pitch black match to the WWE Undisputed World Heavyweight Championship to the Raw Women's Championship. The 30 men and the 30 women Royal Rumble that will take place live tomorrow night over in San Antonio, Texas at the Royal Rumble. And when it comes to the Royal Rumble, it's really all about the numbers.
14: Everything is bigger in Texas. And in 2023, the 36th annual Royal Rumble will be no exception. The road to WrestleMania begins with 30 men and 30 women vying for a chance at immortality, a championship opportunity in the main event of WrestleMania. Since its inception in 1988, WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson's vision has spurred countless iconic moments. With a tear in my eye.
10: This is the greatest moment in my life.
14: We've witnessed a total of 1,250 competitors enter the fray, but only 32 superstars, a staggeringly low 2.5% of participants, have won it all. Of the 32 winners, 19 have gone on to win a World Championship at WrestleMania, including the EST of WWE, who's proven herself as the Iron Woman of the Royal Rumble. In 2021, Bianca Belair spent the longest time in a women's Royal Rumble match, 57 minutes, 12 seconds to win it all. In 2006, Rey Mysterio entered at number two and lasted a record 62 minutes, 12 seconds to claim victory. Although early entry is an uphill battle, we've witnessed inspired performances from the number one spot, including WWE Hall of Famers Shawn Michaels and Edge, who both went bell to bell to come out on top. Entry into the rumble at a later position significantly increases your odds of being the last one standing. The final ten entrants have won 78% of the time. Over the years, we've seen some mind-blowing performances. Be, that's the thing I've ever seen. And there's been no shortage of celebrity sightings. Bad buddies here. Buddies And epic returns. Here it's been and this year will be no different with the return of the American Nightmare. At the
1: Royal Rumble, I'm back.
14: The Royal Rumble has been host to legendary performances, but not everyone is ready for the spotlight. Winning the Royal Rumble once is difficult enough, but only a select few have returned to the mountaintop.
6: John Cena, Batista! Man
14: superstars have won twice, including Brock Lesnar. 19 years after his first Rumble win, Brock Lesnar broke pace. The Beast Incarnate has conquered the record books, earning the top mark for eliminations in a traditional Royal Rumble. In 2020, Brock Lesnar threw an astounding 13 superstars consecutively over the top rope. When it comes to the most prolific Rumble competitors in history, no one brings the heat like the Big Red Machine. Kane has competed in a record 18 Rumble matches, tallying a record 45 total eliminations. On the women's side, no one has ruled over the competition like Charlotte Flair. In just four Royal Rumble appearances, the Queen holds the record with 15 total eliminations. This year's event will mark a record-setting fourth time San Antonio has hosted the Royal Rumble and third time in the Alamo Dome. The first time was in 1997 when the Texas Rattlesnake won his first Rumble match. Stone Cold Steve Austin would go on to set the record for most Royal Rumble victories with three. Oh, hell yeah! This year, WrestleMania. Hollywood at SoFi Stadium, and the long, arduous journey begins at the Royal Rumble. What records will be broken? What iconic moments await? Whose dream will be fulfilled? Who will punch their ticket to the main event of WrestleMania?
0: Okay, you just heard the numbers right now. And listen, I must, I must make an apology at this time because I'm trying to do my work. And I think you guys have, I think you hear that in the background right now. My little kitty cat is around my work right now. And the cat's supposed to be outside where he belongs, all right? Well, actually, technically I am outside, but... Oh, dear God. Look, can you allow me to do my work at least? I'm trying to finish this off. We gotta get ready for the Royal Rumble tomorrow night, all right? I gotta get these people ready. I gotta get them pumped. I gotta get them to order the pay-per-view, and you're in the way. Do you have anything to say for yourself? What, nothing? Huh? Nothing? Zero? Why are you focused on my hand? Stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. The cat's all over me right now, and I'm holding onto to him right now. Look. Look. Yeah, you hear him right there. You hear him in the background. Look. Listen. You cannot look. Look. We're on the air. Okay? We're on my podcast. You're in my way. All right? Stop it. You're in my way. You're in my way to the Fucking cat. Anyways, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and end this guys. Uh, we have one more episode coming up which will be released tomorrow and everything which will talk about the history of the Royal Rumble and everything. Uh, the final Royal Rumble report is going to take place. We might have just a little bit of wrestling news before we get into tomorrow's Royal Rumble, but to try, uh, but to go ahead and reiterate one more time guys, let's get to it, shall we? The WWE Undisputed Universal Championship will be on the line as Roman Reigns goes one on one. Yes, yes, Roman Reigns. The the head of the table. The the tribal chief I'm talking to my cat. The tribal chief, the head of the table. Roman Reigns. He's scheduled to defend his championship against Kevin Owens. Okay, Kevin Owens right there. And also also and as I'm talking to my cat here, also Bianca Belair is going to defend her Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss and who knows, maybe she'll get Involved with Uncle Howdy again, or Bray Wyatt, whichever one comes first, or Steve Scuba, who, by the way, somewhere, somewhere over in Corpus Christi right now, there's a Ghostbuster lurking around that looks like Bray Wyatt. Trust me, you'll see him in his suit. Now, the other match, the other match is going to happen is a pitch black match. We just talked about Bray Wyatt earlier. It's going to be Bray Wyatt taking on L.A. Knight. You remember him? <laughs> Let me talk to you. Yeah, you know who he is. Now. And, of course, we got the 30 women over the top rope Battle Royal, the Royal Rumble, and the 30 men over the top rope Royal Rumble. There's supposed to be these big surprises coming. We heard uh, we heard, Ronda Rousey's not going to be there. It's not going to happen, okay? We also heard a couple of rumors about The Rock. John Cena, Cody Rhodes could be there. Uh, maybe someone from Impact Wrestling may show up. Or the NWA. Or maybe from AEW. Who are we kidding? Anyways, th- th- that's, what I- that's what I have to tell these people. So you have to get out of my way, please. All right, you have to get out of my way. Now, that is going to do it for this edition of this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast as we are coming along here. Okay, we're almost uh, done here. So don't forget the new episode is coming tomorrow. Be ready for that, guys. Be ready for the Royal Rumble as it takes place. It's going to be incredible to check out. Once again, as always, follow the main event on Twitter at twitter.com slash at main event player. You can also follow me on Instagram at instagram.com slash at main event player. I do not have a Facebook page just yet, but that's still in the works and everything else like that. Oh, my Instagram is uh, instagram.com slash at main event player 2. Yes, main event player 2, just to get that out of the way, okay? And if you want a friend request me, on Facebook, proceed at your own fucking risk, as I always sit What? Well, Would you calm down? Relax. We, you got plenty of food. You have plenty of food. You have plenty of water. Relax. Everything will be fine. I gotta sign off right now. We gotta get ready for tomorrow's episode. Okay? You're in my way. Okay? Yes, you're in. What are you doing? You're in my way. But anyways, proceed once again. Proceed at your own fucking risk. Thank you. Quiet. Th- I'm trying to sign off. Thank you for listening to this episode, guys. Get ready. The Royal Rumble is tomorrow night, and the final Royal Rumble report will take place on the next episode of the Main Event Talk podcast, which will be tomorrow. Get ready for that. So until then, take it easy. See you later. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said We've only just begun. The Rumble's happening tomorrow night, and we've got one more episode left. So until then, guys, take it easy. See you later. Goodbye. (laughs)